Welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to chill with your friends and get your gaming goodness every Saturday. My name's Dylan White. Joining me on the couch this week, Kieran Marchant. Don't vape, people. Vape's bad, okay? It's really annoying because I use vaping to quit smoking and now they're like, you can't do that either. I'm like, well, kind of saved my ass. Anyway, uh, Ashley Holby's also here. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here and when we're preparing for a post-Muppets world. You know, they're going to be taken over. This is just the seeds of them and they're taken over the video game space. What is this? The 80s? VR technology. Muppets. Muppets aren't taken over. By the way, Kieran's raised his drink. Oh, we both got a CC. Where's your drink, Ash? Where's your drink? Buddy? We got CC and drives. He's got a <laughs> he fucking got water. water. <laughs> he got some water. It's fine. You went for the no sugar version, I see there, Dylan. Just, yeah, CC uh, and dry. Are you CC and cola? No, I'm CC and dry, but I thought I saw on the picture you put on Twitter that no, they no, were no, like no, the dry. no sugar version. No, no, no. I get, I, oh, I, just I, the normal stuff. Okay. No, it is zero sugar. Yeah. I was going to say, I swear I saw the zero sugar yeah, label. Yeah, zero sugar, dry, zero no, sugar. No, I did not. No, 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 no. Normal, normal, normal stuff. Yeah. See, it's one of those things where everyone complains, oh, it tastes horrible, but if you like, you know, you have a couple, you get used to them, and then you're like, it's good. And it's like... It's like me with normal Coke. I can't drink normal Coke now. Yeah, I, dr- I actually uh, prefer the taste of uh, zero. Yeah, yeah, it tastes better. And I, I drink all my energy stuff. drinks. I drink my, my I mostly drink Monster Energy Drink Zero because I'm like, well, if I'm going to drink this horrible shit, I might as well get rid of the sugar out of it. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Games Podcast. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about all things the Game Awards, including the show's winners, what big reveals there was, trailers dropped, etc., 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 and then eventually someone is going to be crowned loser and get told that they're going to be playing <laughs> Bloodborne. No, <laughs> Battle Battleborn. <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> what, <Hey>. what have I, <laughs> we need to do uh, alright so let's get into it we'll start with the game awards winners uh, of each category so we can run down these stop if there's any like shocking ones I guess that we can uh, talk about a bit before, and then we'll jump into the trailers and reveals after this so best VR AR game went to Beat Saber unsurprisingly best strategy game went to Fire Emblem Free Houses which uh, you know, since I didn't pick that, I was actually surprised because, and t- to be real, I did see some other people on Twitter also who were as surprised as me, who were like, you know, that game's a great weeb game, but it's not the best strategy <laughs> game, and there is a difference between the two <laughs> categories. Isn't it though? Yeah, it's... I don't know if it's the best strategy game, but I think maybe it was the best publicized strategy game of this year. Oh, probably. I mean, yeah, so but I'm just like... The, the, it wasn't the best of- strategy game, but it was the best strategy game. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Ashley breaks it down. Breaks it down. Yeah. Best sports racing game. No, I think this one was surprising. Crash Team Racing Nitro Shocking. Field won that. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Honestly, very, yeah, I very was weird. Like, I was like, yep, sweet. Good job. Good job. Something different. One Like something that isn't just like a... Well, they could have gave it know, the Dirt Rally and that would have been different. Anything other than like... Dirt Rally would have been really weird. <laughs> Not weird than a remake weird. of a PS1 game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people... I mean, I'm happy. I, I like Crash, obviously, but it was weird. Uh, best score music. I don't think this one was a surprise. Death Stranding won that one. Uh, best role-playing game went to Des- Disco Elysium, which was... I mean, we'll get to this in a second, but Disco Elysium won... It was only game to win awards. every single category that it was nominated for. Yeah. So everything it was up for, it won. So, I mean, as much as we get, and we'll get to what one game of the year in a second, obviously, but I th- honestly feel like Disco Elysium and the team at uh, Zayam were the Game Awards' biggest 
winner yeah, walk away. That's the big success story, yeah. The big success story. Because yeah. I still feel like there's a lot of people, and I, I mean, I'm kind of speaking out of my ass a little bit because I've, I brought the game the week it released and I still haven't got around to playing it. But I mean, at least I brought it the week it released, but there's probably still a lot of people that haven't actually heard this game, which a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, game year material, game year material. But I feel like a lot of people are going to be walking away from game boards like, Best role-playing game, best story, and all these things. And it's like, yeah. better try out Disco Elysium. I'll tell you what, the number of people who are going to be streaming on Twitch tomorrow is going to be crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Maybe even right now, if we loaded up the Twitch page. I'm not going to do that, but maybe. Yeah, it's not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best performance went to Mads Mikkelsen in Death Stranding. I thought that was a given to me, but I don't know if that one was up for debate. Um, best ongoing game went to Fortnite. I actually saw that there was a lot of outrage online about that for some reason. Well, how? I don't, I don't really? understand how there yeah. was outrage. Like they've done such a good job of, of like the weird one for me was um, before the vote they did the what does Twitch chat think and it was Twitch chat voted like twenty seven percent said Final Fantasy fourteen yeah and I was like. What? They're a hardcore Final There's Fantasy. It's a hardcore Final Fantasy group. Yeah. Oh, like, it's okay, fine, sure. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, past the kids' bedtime, obviously as, in America. I don't like Fortnite. I mean, Fortnite, whatever. I don't play it. It's not like I dislike it, but uh, still, from afar, it's hard to argue that they don't constantly put out new shit for that fucking game. Uh, best narrative. I mean, yeah. If you if your game makes small children cry this year, you deserve a game award. I mean, like Fortnite made lots of children cry and man babies. I mean, you know, so did Star Wars for like that's a week. True. So did Endgame. So, so that it deserves an Oscar as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it deserves <Sure>. an Oscar. <laughs> Best narrative: Disco Elysium. So, Elysium. Yeah. Whatever. Um, multiplayer <laughs> game: Apex Legends. Yeah, fair enough. I yep. think out of the multi, like the options for multiplayer game, I think it was like the obvious winner there. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, mobile game, I thought this one was bullshit. If, if I had to pick one winner, that was like, come this on. This was so weird. Yeah. Where it was like Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah, Call of Duty Mobile. Is this like? Is this a case of the like out of the eighty judges, they have a lot of them aren't mobile gamers, so they have possibly. They've the only one they've seen or noticed is Call of Duty Mobile, which I to be f- have barely heard anybody talking about. It's fine. You like guys it's, haven't it's, played it. It's it's a pretty decent Call of Duty game on your phone, but I'm still just like, I honestly would have picked any of the other four games above this. I would have put it as my least likely to win if we was ordering these. And then when it won, this is the only one, this is the only one when it won. I was like, wait. Demand a recount. <laughs> like, <laughs> that seems weird. Yeah, I, w- I would have been happy with yeah. anything else. College of Mobile, a bit weird, but whatever. Uh, best independent game went to Disco Elysium again. As I said, picking up everyone they got. Games for Impact went to Gris, which I thought was surprising, honestly. I didn't think it was going to win. Um, I've, you- I, I haven't played it, but from everything I've read, it's very like... What, what would the word be like? Uh, vague with its storytelling, you know what I mean? Like, Symbolistic, or yeah, like, like it's uh, that sort of like thing. it leaves it leaves a lot of room for interpretation. Yeah, and I feel like every other game here is the opposite of that. Like Concrete Dream is pretty upfront. Kind Words is very upfront. Obviously, Life is Strange is very upfront with what <laughs> what it's about. Seal what of Solitude is also uh, pretty uh, pretty upfront with what it's what it's about. So I think Gris Gris is the only one there I haven't played. 
Grease, Grease, whatever. Um, but I've heard it's a lot more <laughs> subtle with its storytelling, I guess. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, I picked up for 10 bucks on Steam. So that was that was my one purchase from the uh, the game award sales that are happening now and stuff. It was like that was that game's like 10 bucks or whatever. So I was like, mm, sure, mm. I'll buy it. I'll play it in three weeks time when we're on holidays or whatever. Um, <laughs> game direction went to Death Stranding. Yeah. I mean, I saw that's a lot surprising. of people online being like, what does game direction even mean? I'm like, that's a good question. Uh, it's, have you seen Mr. <laughs> I'm pretty Hideo sure did it. Yeah, yeah, but I'm pretty sure. He, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did it. <laughs> like, especially it was what it seemed to be the gimme of everything for Death Stranding because direction, and you look at the rest of the list, and you're like, yeah, none of these guys have the credentialing of Hideo Kojima, so it just well, doesn't seem. To me, I view direction the same as kind of as a movie thing. Is like it's the person who's like got the vision for the game and leads it in a certain. They direct the story, right? They direct the vision for the game. And um, Death yeah. Stranding is impossibly a game with a vision, whether or not you think that's good or not, but it does have one. <laughs> also, I mean, can I say, Hideo talking in speeches, uh, after yeah. he's, you know, his quotes from the build-up of Death Stranding where he's like, it's about ropes and sticks and whatever, yeah. this, this time he kept going on about a small boat and there was a lot of people fitting on that small <laughs> boat. <laughs> I'm like, not that small, Hido. Not that small at all. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been saying for no, it's it like, actually was a small boat. They, they, that's where the studio was. Yeah. Small house boat in Tokyo. Ah, <laughs> <a small> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, that interpreter did a pretty good job because Hideo went on for a while before he let him get a word in. He's, uh, I think, before he took well, a break. They're well tuned together. That guy, his interpreters with yeah. him in all the interviews and stuff now. I so think I think was, he'd be very well tuned. I think there was a bit at the end where he was like, Fuck, what did he just say after this? Give me a second. <laughs> I got it. Good. Let's keep going. Like, Especially I mean, when it was like, like naming people as well. He was like, crap. Yeah, he was like, oh, if, you, if you ever watch anything family? with like new interpreters or something like that, they often have like pens and paper and they kind of just jot down keywords as they're listening to the person and then they'll redo it and be like, you know, like boat, playing, like mentioning, like so it jots their memory to mm. what to say. But this Every third word yeah. is boat. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it wasn't this speech. Bo -bo 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 it's clues. What? Clues to his next game. It's about a small boat. No, it's it's about it's the DLC for Death Stranding. He's Death Stranding at sea, connecting the seas. I, He's doing I, an adaptation of Bodie McBodie's face. I mean, this is a whole separate topic, so we don't need to go on it. But I I am honestly quite interested <laughs> to see how fast he'll dive straight back into another game. Like if if he if he dives straight back into something new straight away. That dude has just had been sitting on a million ideas for quite so many years at this point over at Konami that I wouldn't be surprised. So we'll Especially see. at see it's something that's so a storyline that's so artistically out there that you know, who would have thought about babies and capsules and these monsters that react to them and crossing between the Paul two? Rogers, like who not me. Like <laughs> like who who else's <laughs> mind comes up with this shit? There's more of it? It's like far out. First indie game presented by Subway went to Zayam for Disco Elysium. Um, they got up there and shouted out socialism. Then best fighting game went to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So yeah. I, I didn't predict that, but once again, winning. I, I feel like I picked, I was predicting what I thought it might go a little bit different, but it went the usual route. Uh, best family game or best Nintendo game went to Luigi's Mansion 3. Best esports team went to G2 Esports. Best esports player went to Booger. 
Best esports host went to Shocks. Best esports game of the year went to or esports game of the year went to League of Legends. Esport event went to went to League of Legends Championship 2019. Best esports coach isn't that coach? a surprising? Uh, I mean, maybe to ask because it- because we all picked completely separate different things, but no, but <laughs> you specifically like- said the final was shit, so. Like it the public was. perspective of that final was really negative, so it's it was it, shit. It's, it was shit to me because this the one time I can talk to you is like someone who actually the one like a sport nice. term is that like it was shit to watch because it was so one sided. It just wasn't very entertaining to watch. Is uh, my problem? It was a blowout, and and just yeah. it seemed. I always forget, and I think for next time we do predictions on game awards, especially for esports, I just need to remember the sheer mm. amount of support there is for league of legends like just the sheer size of league mm. even though we think Fortnite is this massive behemoth league league still dwarfs it and i think i forget about that i mean they only announced 20 yeah, games you, uh, the show. yeah exactly <laughs> weren't you uh what was, what was that ash you're putting forward your big esports prowess and you wanted to go last <laughs> i know and i got fucked i you went know. so bad during esports yeah. and i was like I can't call it. I'm just. How, how many esports fine. category ones did you get right? I don't think I got any right. Probably. <laughs> I think I. I, think I uh, do, you got know, zero. do you want to know who got the most right? Ashley probably again. No, it was Dylan. Dylan, <laughs> I got the most. Yeah. <laughs> but Ash got more than you. Fair enough. <laughs> I got one. Uh, uh, best uh, esports fuck. coach went to <laughs> Danny Zonic uh, Sorensen. Content creator year went to Shroud. Uh, best community support went to Destiny Two. And this is the what this one I got right, and I wasn't surprised because, as I said when I predicted it, I feel like they've done a really good job, like with the whole going out on the road this year and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, best audio design went to Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I don't think that was surprising if you've played it. Uh, art direction went to Control. I was happy to see that. I that was one of the ones I was like fifty fifty on, but I was I was good to see it come through at the end. Uh, best action adventure game went to Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and we'll come back to that. Best action game went to Devil May Cry 5, and then Game of the Year went to Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which, uh, before we dive into Ooh. reactions to that winning, I found it so funny. I'm literally sitting there, and I tweet out, like, what the fuck? Because they're like, Game of the Year, they're literally about to announce Game of the Year. I'm like, what the fuck? Where is the winner of best action adventure game? Like, Because as I'm watching the show, I'm updating like this, so I can post on the website later. I'm like... We fucking skipped an award. And then they announced Game of the Year, Secure Shadow Dice Twice, and then the voiceover's like, they've also won Best Action Adventure Game. I'm like, oh, okay, that was why. <laughs> that was why we <laughs> had the same thing with um they did the same thing with RPG. Yeah. Because yeah. Disco got that announced at the Indie same thing, time. And then they're like, so and they've also won Best RPG. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> mm. Let's just get the awards uh, overlap. Yeah, so how do we uh let's let's talk about that. So Game of the Year, Ash, how do you feel about Secure Shadows Die Twice winning? Apparently, it's a good game. Can't fault it. <laughs> I can. I did. It, it wasn't my pick. It wasn't. It wasn't picks. a game that I've seen brought in other lists so far. Not very much. So I've seen a couple of people on online saying that's their game of the year, but it's such a. I feel like it's a very niche, niche game. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it's it's compared to the past couple of years where it's been God of War. Link's Awakening, no, mm. uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, well, those kind of one. massive games for a game that like Sekiro to win is surprising. Yeah. Very surprising. Okay. 
it's just very weird. Like for me, I didn't. I don't think I, especially in our bubble or in anybody I've looked at, like looking forward for predictions. Sekiro was kind of one of the games that was just barely mentioned in that category list, where people were like, "It was a solid game earlier in the year," but obviously, obviously there was something about it. And this is without me playing it. There was something about it that stuck with people and made it their game of the year compared to gaming experiences that came sooner. Like, there's almost that worry sometimes that people have that, you know, big titles like Death Stranding have a better effect or that a release later in the year seem to have a better effect on people. But at the same time, with God of War winning last year, God of War was a March release that year so yeah unless it's just having more people having more time ruminating on these big games and and being able to really have an understanding of their thoughts on it um but i i can't say i saw takiro winning like at all especially like leading up to it in the in the game awards what i think it is when Sekiro won and the more thought about it what i think this says to me is that the people when they're voting for these awards they're not actually picking their personal picks. They're doing the whole thing of like, objectively, what do I think should win this award? You know? I think that's what leads to Sekiro winning. I, I feel like the only way Sekiro wins is if a lot of people sitting there going, oh, Resident Evil's my game of the year personally, but Sekiro probably deserves to win and they're voting for it. You know? I feel like it has to be a lot of that. I find I it very hard like to believe a lot of people. The reason it. it came out on top is it's such a divided, even year. Of game uh, across that list, I think it just happens to have for, a couple extra people who are diehard amongst I was, the committee. If I was ordering voting. these games, like game of the year, so can, like if I'd order them top of my head, like kind of picks, Sekiro would be the second last one I would put. I would put it just above the Outer Worlds as like in chances of winning. I would have put Outer Worlds at last because I know that as much really? as some people... Yeah, I, I don't think Outer Worlds had a chance of winning because as much as people enjoy that game, it's more like uh, comfort food. Like, it does nothing new. It's literally just, hey, like, here's the RPG Fallout formula that you like from five years ago. What about Smash Bros? I would argue that that would be the link. I would have put that... Link. Nah, I would put that above people. People will argue for days that like you'll be like Smash Bros is the same game. Someone you will be said like, it's not. Outer it has Worlds double rerolls now new. and counter things, and you can fr- yeah. But t- to me, there's nothing new. But I guarantee you, talk to any Smash person, they'll be like, oh, there's a million things changed. You have no idea. Like there's all these things you couldn't do in Melee and the Wii U one or whatever. I, I don't understand it, but from what I no, do be- understand, no, because they're still playing Melee. So, well, yeah, that's that's also true. I honestly would have thought that. In my mind, the the three vying to fight each other for this game was Control, Death Stranding, and Resident Evil 2. That was the three I thought it was coming down to. So when they announced Sekiro, I'm like, that wasn't even in my consideration for this fucking thing. You know? Yeah. It's really weird. It'd be interesting to see the conversations about this in the coming days, where more and more people have had an opportunity to sit down and talk about it. I'd like to hear the conversations from people that were part of that judging panel. Maybe their discussions and their insight on how they voted um we'll, we'll shed a bit of light on how how it worked or how it came to be tell you what it is conspiracy <laughs> jeff's like i can't give it to death stranding so he drew the name Guys, out of the hat they'll, they'll 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 
have my head on a stick if I called the Australian Youth Day. So he just drew a name out of the hat, happened to be Sekiro. <laughs> Not to take anything away from the Sekiro, I'm sure it's... And then if Death Stranding had won, Jeff would have been coming out like, I drew it out of a hat, guys. I didn't pick it, I swear. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's- yeah, go check out uh, Dylan's article about Sekiro from back in... Uh, Whenever Sekiro came out, March. he loved it and totally played out, played the crap out of that game. Played, Leave a played thumbs down hours. on that YouTube video. It's got enough. Just keep adding to it. <laughs> just keep adding to it. Um, yeah, this is. I think my last thing before I move on, I'll say is it is really weird that a game can win Game of the Year award that I feel like like one percent of people will ever finish. <laughs> you know, like every other year, I feel like everyone, every one of those games, apart from well, obviously, like not Overwatch, you can't finish Overwatch, but I feel like all of those games were like so much more accessible. Yeah, you yeah, chuck it in the bin. All of those games were so much more accessible. <laughs> you play one game, like, you like, played Overwatch. <laughs> you play one match. <laughs> play one match as every character, you're done. Yeah, I'll finish the game. Credits? Yeah. Bro, what are you doing, <laughs> Blizzard? Give me the trophies. <laughs> 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 You've got to get the achievements for each character, yeah, you idiots. Oh, um, but yeah, oh. I, I feel like out of all the years, like the past four years, this one was the most like, as you said, niche. It's like, who the fuck is playing this goddamn well, game? Put it in perspective, 2018 was God of War, 2017 Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 2016 Overwatch, 2015 Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, and 2014 Dragon Age Inquisition. So. It's like RPGs, big open games that everyone was playing. Majority. Or even just games that have games that seem to have a resonating impact on people where I don't don't see that impact on people. Like I don't see people talking about Sekiro as like a complete experience. Like I don't see it as... They sell merch for all those other games. They don't show any... There's nothing for Sekiro. I mean, it's... Props to them, but this is an odd choice. You know, it's when there's merch for Bloodborne, th- and that didn't win shit, and it's way better than this game. <laughs> and like we had discussion f- about, we, we had discussion about when we were deciding about game of the year and what game of the year is. And you know, when you look about look at this year, look back at the year in a couple of years' time, and you think, what is the game that defined that year? I don't think it, I don't think many people are going to have Sekiro as that game. Oh, there's going to be a couple really people. Weird. For sure, there's going to be a couple, but I don't think the like the consensus would be Sekiro. If mm. people were to objectively say a game, it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Kieran, Sekiro. don't worry. Nobody's going to be thinking about this year's Oscar winner. So, mm. yeah, in, in when they think back of all the best films out of 2018, so that's fair. That's fair. They'll be thinking about Endgame. <laughs> 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 all right, let's get into the actual show. What happened? Um... I didn't write down like the the meme stuff that happened, so we can just discuss it as it kind of aligns Comes in your up. heads when it like happens. Obviously, but yeah, I've just kind of copy pasted my notes with some links below them in our show notes here. But um, the Game Awards pre-show, the couple of things I wrote down that happened in that was they announced Marvel Ultimate Alliance DLC, some X Men thing. Um, they announced Humankind, some civilization type game that's coming out twenty twenty where you can pick your conqueror or something. They then announced No More Heroes no, three. School. Mankind, humankind was cool. Yeah, no, look. Uh, then they announced No More Heroes three, which uh, had a really batshit crazy funny trailer where um, I was watching it, and then uh, <laughs> I was literally like, "What the fuck is this?" And then as soon as Travis came on screen, I literally out loud went, "Went, oh, it's Travis. This makes sense now." 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, the weirdness no, that I've been yeah. watching. Yeah. Two things went through my mind. I'm like, is this an E.T. adaptation at the start? I'm like, is E.T. in Smash? Because <laughs> it was a Switch thing. And then I'm like, did they adapt, adapt that Mac and Me thing that Paul Rudd always shows on Conan? <laughs> That would have been uh, very out there, but, you know. Yeah. No, we knew no, about No More Heroes no more 3 as well. It's like it had already been announced that it was happening. Yeah. So it was just the first trailer with a 2020 date. Uh, and then the last thing during the pre-show of Big Note was the Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. Nothing new. It was just another fucking trailer. It's Stop like showing Final trailers Fantasy for VII it. remake. Yeah. Stop showing trailers for this I'm game. I'm over it. This Cloud point. Strife. I'm on a motorbike. Mm-hmm. There's lights. There's the environment. Music. I've seen yeah. I've seen the same sections of this game like so many different. Just the points first, and, the, the opening like forty five minutes yeah. of the game, he's just like, okay, guys, I get it, I get it. I mean, they could have done something. They could have like had a Greta Thunberg skin for like. That would be interesting. <laughs> wow, a Greta skin? No, it's about the environment. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> What, what a connection. What a connection we're going, what got going over there. All right, so <laughs> then we jump into actual show, and of course the show started with, I mean, <laughs> undoubtedly the biggest news of the night, I think, which was that- Churches were, were there. <laughs> yeah, churches <laughs> were there. Churches <laughs> was there, which if you want to rank the performances, love that one. Perfect. I love that song. That's my favorite song from the Death Stranding yeah. soundtrack. It, um, I'm very disappointed that she like dressed up as in theme of, and then the rest of them didn't. This, the other two. I mean, you could one of them could have put on a suit, and played Dead Man, held one a of them baby, could have put, like or on something? the, the defibrillator thing. Do what they need to do. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone could have just worn the Die Hard mask, Die Hard Man mask the entire time. You know. I um yeah, I did like that performance. That song plays in the credits. For Death Stranding as well, and it's like it like thematically you finish that game, and it's just like that song starts playing. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna cry now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> have you finished about update by the way? But no. Every fucking day, it's like Ash is playing Death Stranding. I'm it. like, just finish the fucking game. What are you I doing? I haven't I haven't touched it since the last time we talked about it. I'm pretty sure. Oh my fucking god. Anyway, I've been busy with other media related stuff. I know, but you're so close. I'm like, just. I know. <laughs> Um, anyway, maybe next week before the end of the year. Jesus Christ! No, the uh, they announced they played a trailer and it was a very weird trailer. I'm watching it and this was much like the Travis trailer. When I figured out what it was, I literally said out loud, "Like I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, because it like starts and it's like shows uh, desert or whatever dreams. it is. Like this, yeah, all this stuff's happening. It's like a car and then it starts showing like FIFA or something like soccer and whatever else is going on. And then Master Chief appears. What do you? What do you? What do you? No, I've got crazy. something to talk about once we're done with this one. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So then, missed, ma- ma- some, missed an important thing in the pre-show. Did we? Okay, sure. We'll come back. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm about to miss at least a couple in these notes. There was a lot. Um, Master Chief then shows up and then like starts showing this. Uh, like it zooms out and it starts showing this like silhouette or something like in the water or whatever. And then it was at this point I let out went I went new Xbox like that was I just like because <laughs> I was like my brain because for, for a hot second I was like oh I I kind of blanked on my mind like halo showed up and i was like oh trailer for infinite but i was like wait they just showed me soccer like that doesn't make sense uh, at yeah. all i went through a read mode because there was like it took me a whole the, second it started, with, it started with dreams and stuff and then it had like a ring flying out in the sky and i was like rings of elysium <laughs> no no and then it kept transforming and then i was like oh maybe it is and then a car flicked into yeah it's like no and if if there was a like a 
camera on me at time, I would have been visibly confused. Yeah, I think I was too. Because my, brain, my like, brain was like, oh, Halo. No, what? No. Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got it all. Yeah, so then they revealed. So yeah. it comes out and it does reveal that uh, the box. I mean, it, it literally looks like a fucking box this time, the Xbox. It's a. Yeah. It's a it's a mini PC. Like it looks like it, it, looks, it looks like very PC like. It does look like a tower. They've they've said it looks it's hefty. Yeah, I know. I need to see it in real life because you know it's hard to judge these things. But I mean, they've got the controller next to it for scale, and they basically say you kind of sit like basically three controls on top of one another, and that's like the length of the thing. They said the width is not um, much different to the current one or whatever. So, and they did as much as everyone was making jokes, including myself online, about how like where the f- <laughs> fuck do I put Ash as well? Tweeting out jokes and be like, where the fuck do I put this thing in my thing? My my dad. Literally the first thing, because I was like, I was, oh yeah, I was that's for dinner. I was like, yeah, there's a new Xbox. It looks more like a PC tower. It stood up, and he goes, "How are people gonna fit it in their cabinets?" Yeah. And I was like, "Fucking you and the rest of the internet, <laughs> you and the rest of the internet." But they did confirm later in a blog post that yeah, you can turn this thing on its side, and it will it will fit in any space. You can turn everything on its side, whether it's that's the optimal way. I mean, as long as it Not works. Not when it's got a disk drive in it and if the disk is running. Yeah, I mean, I'd prefer to put this thing on the side. Yeah. <laughs> but of course you're not going to move it while actually. the disk is running. But if you put the disk, if, it, if the disk drive's upside down, it's just as bad. Do you want to yeah, make sure it's I all around? Sound, yeah. um, you can't just put it on any side. But long story short, I'm going to put it on the side because that's the only way it's going to fit. So, <laughs> like, there's no <laughs> if or buts about it. Uh, on a news post after it happened, like, Phil, Phil Spencer came out on stage, you know, introduced it or whatever. Uh, then they put up this whole news post, and like, I've got a couple of bits I cut out here for our news post on the website. Uh, Xbox Series X will be our fastest, most powerful console ever and set a new bar for performance, speed, and compatibility, allowing you to bring your gaming legacy, thousands of games from free generations and more for review. Uh, in the whole news post, there was a lot of talk about bringing all your generations forward, making sure everything's backwards compatible. That seems like to be a hill they're kind of dying on with this console, as in, like, between Xbox Game Pass and backwards compatibility, this thing will, like, the day you pick this up, you'll be able to play a shit ton of old games. You just keep and, going. You just keep going yeah. with everything you previously had and you just flow on, on forward. Yeah, well. get the new stuff yeah. as you go. Uh, they then talked about, so the Xbox controller for this one isn't going to be a huge up- upgrade. It does have one new button, which is going to be a share button, which I think is very good because one of my biggest complaints with the Xbox uh, compared to the PlayStation is the lack of share button. And I mean, it's not that big... It, deal to most people i guess but for me whenever i've had to like review something and i'm playing it on xbox it is really fucking annoying that i can't just simply like anytime i review something on playstation i'm saving screenshots i'm saving video i chuck in usb off i go xbox i have to fucking press a button open up swipe my menu across 10 times uh, jesus christ anytime i I want to get a screenshot for a gag for a meme (laughs) so difficult what am i supposed to do I apologize for your ears, audience, from that outburst. By, uh, Isn't that what you do? <laughs> Can we... Oh, how do we feel about the name? I. It's like, guys, can you get away from Xbox, the letter S, and the letter X? Because Every, everyone, everyone of- online's already calling this thing the sex. Xbox sex. <laughs> it's been decided. The internet's ruled it. Xbox sex. I don't think the name's very good. It, I don't like... I think the second you start calling... I, I think, in my mind... The reason they're calling it Series X is because they're like, look, we've, we've set the precedent day one of the new generation that 
uh, two years from now, when we bring out the Xbox Series X version two, the Pro or whatever, it's called a series. There's more than one, right? It was in the name. <laughs> that's how it was meant to go. And I honestly feel like that's what the name implies. Like there's going to be like they're just kind of setting it up. There's going to be a new one, there's a new one, there's a new one. But what? I mean, if they did another series, what letter would it be? Well, they don't need. Well, after X, they'll be said. <laughs> series Y, yeah. Shut up. No, leave Y out of this. We're just going straight to Z. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like a dumb name. It's a dumb name. I don't like it at all. Although, to be fair, name. Xbox has the worst track record of naming their Xboxes. So. It's, it's really also really confusing because you've got the Xbox One X and now they're like, here's the Series X. And to the uh, Joe Show consumer going in, they like, what's the difference between Xbox One X and Xbox Series X? Like, what's the best one? Like, are they the same? Someone's like, oh, this is a new gen console. That's an old gen. Yeah, but it's called the One X, like the Series X. Are they part of the same series? This one's Series X. This one's the One X. Are they the same family? It sounds like sex. <laughs> sounds like sex, <laughs> JB. Work on you know what I'm saying, eh, bro? <laughs> the amount of kids that walk out of the retailer. Yay, I'm not going to be a virgin anymore. I've got my, yeah, but you will yeah. because you've got an Xbox. Um, so <laughs> the, the one other thing for the, <laughs> the one other thing for the Ow. controller was that they've, uh, they're upda- upda- upgrading the D-pad in it as well. Uh, they, they bring over the D-pad from the uh, the latest uh, what's uh, Xbox Elite, Elite controller. They bring over D-pad yep. from that, uh, and then on the technical front, they also they're like once again they're like 4K 60 FPS. I, I think 4K 60 FPS is apparently what the uh, bottom line is supposed to be for this gen. Is what they? Kira's shaking his head, but for most people, that's going to be more than what they're used to. Anyway, and most so. people, that's going to be mind blowing. To be fa- no, 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 no. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I think. 4K and hitting 60 FPS at a minimum is quite good, considering most people on PC do not have 4K screens and they're playing on no, their 120 hertz monitors. It is, it's good. It's just I don't like that. Like the 60 frames a second bit just bugs me. It's like, you want 120, whoop, whoop. but they did say with a possibility of 120 frames per second, and I feel like that's obviously going to be like okay, so you like your sports games, your racing games, whatever. Like more, maybe some shooters, I guess, will aim for it or whatever. Like very specific Look, things can I hit 120, but it's like your big open world. Nah, it's going to be 60. What they should do, even though yes, it's done on the PC, it probably doesn't have the capabilities, is give more graphical options in. No console games no it's never gonna happen give more graphic options of just being able to lower the graphics and then raise the fps like do that shit oh it might have that because that's what the pro does yeah but do it do it but and yeah, the just X have it as a whole thing. like just as a whole be like this is no but not in the like the x does it in like a very uh you it's just one setting instead of you can just change the settings yourselves on a pc oh yeah that ain't gonna, the reason people like consoles is because e the, the reason that I pc know. gaming doesn't isn't the, the thing is because people but just don't have want, just have those settings there somewhere for the people that want to mess around i think the little settings is enough it's like you put this on do you want 4k mode or do you want like high frames mode like that's enough for some people to understand i guess um they of course did mention 8k as well which i ch- Anytime PlayStation or Xbox mention 8K, I'm still just like, I don't believe you. What what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like, 8K at two Mitch, frames? Please. Like, what are, you, what are you on about over here? Um, yeah, and then uh, holiday 2020, of course. So whether that's before PlayStation, after PlayStation, uh, yet to be determined. I don't know when we'll get more information on this thing early next year. Like, I don't think Xbox will hold their own event. I, I don't know, really know when they're going to drop information or how that's going to go. Maybe they're going to wait to... 
E3, if that's a thing, I, I guess, before they announce They're going to give the exclusive about the specs to uh, PC World. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Just do, it, do what you need to do. And then, of course, to tie that in, the next thing, the first official game of the show that was shown was uh, our first look at a game on the Xbox Series X. The, oh, fuck saying that. The, the Xbox X. We're rolling with it. Or the SX. The SX. Or just the SX. What are we saying? What are we saying? Because I'm not saying Xbox Series X every time. We need to make a... Just SX is fine. Right, SX. Uh, so they e- showed the... XX. Nah, SX. SSX. Snowboarding. Uh, the the first <laughs> um, the first official game we got for the SX was revealed as Senua's Saga Hellblade 2, which um, I tell you what, this show started with a bang for me because I was like, Xbox trailer? Holy fuck. Show me a Hellblade 2. Like, this trailer started, and again, I, this was the only one I was audibly excited for. Like, this is the only one during the whole, sh- whole show that, like, you know, I'm watching in my couch in my lounge room. My, my back's against the couch at the start, laptop on my knees. Trailer starts playing. I start seeing some things, thinking, no. Like, cause, especially because it opens with Ninja, uh, Ninja Theory, and I'm like, okay, watching it for a bit. And then, like, a- as I, without even thinking, as a trailer progresses, like laptop suddenly off my uh, over to the side. I'm leaning more forward, <laughs> leaning more forward. Gets to the point where uh, shows our first shot of Senua there at, at some point, and I just go, "Hellblade." <laughs> <laughs> the thing was, I I I was refusing to let myself believe it was Hellblade. I was like, maybe it's just somebody that looks a lot like her, but she's got different paint and coloring on her now, <sighs> and and I can't believe this. I will say I was. This is my general comment for this show. This this opening was great for Xbox and fantastic for Xbox. I think this fucked the rest of the game awards. It was very show, weird though. that the best thing was at the front, and then the end of with like it was, it was very <laughs> it was very <laughs> front heavy. And then how they like the final gameplay trailer was like yeah they, they should they should have switched guys. them. I think yeah. they should have switched them. You guys should have fucking. Ugh. Okay, well, they needed sure. to put the most beautiful thing far away from that last thing they wanted. Well, I think <laughs> they wanted they wanted the Xbox thing as far away from the quote unquote spectacle of Game of the Year. They didn't want. Mm. Yeah. They didn't want the the, the 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 hype over Xbox and Hellblade to take over from the Game of the Year. And just to, just to check because I actually don't remember who who, who hasn't. The Ash, did you play Hellblade? No, I did not. No. Uh, uh, Kieran, you played Hellblade? Yeah, I did. I finished it that was before on your... stream. I think I streamed All right, this it. was 2017. This, this wasn't the dark year. This was 2017, not no, 18. this was 2017 <laughs> when I played games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously... So, so my question is, mm-hmm. does it make sense to have a sequel to no. Hellblade? Because that seemed no. like a one and done. It does not make sense, and I like. Of course, a lot of people online have been like, "Oh, that oh, didn't seem like a game that needs." Kind of does. Mm, I can't say about spoiling. It doesn't need to. No, it doesn't need to have a a sequel. Like it was fine on its own, but how it finished, it was. Yeah, she was all. Yeah. Yeah, I. I purposely, this is one of those things where it's like, okay, the game's old, I understand, like, I, I, I'm well within my right to kind of spoil it at this point, but also, I'm like, but they just showed a trailer for a sequel, which may, like, spike people's interest in playing a game they may not have heard of, so I, I'm like, oh, I'm choosing not to it's talk still about spoilers. Such a, yeah. It's such a different experience, um, and I think what it tackles in the game, spoiling it actually ruins it a lot more often the game than... Yeah than other narrative spoilers. I'll say that when the game ended, I thought it was a one and done, and I thought I would have been very happy with it one and done. 
But at the same time, they've announced a sequel and I'm choosing to trust them that there's more story there. And I also think a lot of this comes back to my experience with TV this year also because they announced, that, like this year they put out a second series to Big Little Lies, which was a TV show that I thought was perfect as one season. And I was like, this show doesn't need a second season. Why does this, like I was very against it happening because I was like, this doesn't make sense. Why the second season? But like the, the, the creators of that show managed to find a really interesting story there that I didn't even consider. So... Uh, I think I'm just trying to be more open with like, okay, well, they're doing a sequel. I don't think they would do it as a money grabbing thing because as much as Hellblade was like critically well, like it didn't sell like hotcakes. So this isn't like a money grab to me. Um, you, there has to be a story there. A so looking forward to Chernobyl season two. That, yeah, no. no. I mean, that's <laughs> not getting no, that, buddy. I don't think not that's, getting that one. I don't think that's the same. Not getting, <laughs> do, you think, <laughs> do you think it's a thing though that in the initial talks with Ninja Theory and Xbox, Good old Philly Spence and Xbox came out and they were like, look, we're going to have this new console coming out. We want a really solid release game to go with it that'll be on Game Pass when it comes out. Can you do Hellblade again? Can you give us a sequel to Hellblade? Um, and No. I don't think Hellblade 2 is moving systems. I don't think yeah, it's don't- not going to move things, but I think it's going to be it is more moving towards having filling a spot that is not filled in the Xbox lineup. Yeah, but at it the was moment. Ninja Theory. They yeah, critically made- acclaimed games. <laughs> <laughs> critically acclaimed games, but no more. More they could have just character. They could have just had to make another IP. Like they could have been like, make something like Hellblade again, like a very story-driven, character-based uh, action game. But instead, they've made Hellblade Two. So like. I don't feel like they needed to make a sequel. Like, so I'm just trusting that they know the story there. I, I don't think, I can't figure out anything from that trailer. Obviously, it, there's just, it's a lot of imagery and song or whatever it's else. It's screaming. This, um, I looked up, I really liked the music in the trailer. So I looked it up and I wrote, it was by this band called Hulung or Hulung. I don't know how to pronounce it. They're like fucking Denmark or whatever. But yeah, I, I found them on Spotify and I spent all afternoon like listening to their music and it's all like that. Like, it's very like, uh, I don't know how you just even describe that type of music. Norse. Like, Atmospheric? Yeah, Norse like, shit. Norse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all, like, eight-minute songs, and, like, they're all, like, very, like... There was probably was good some, shit. like... <laughs> I was like, I'm down. People that are, like... There's probably some people that are proper, like, Norse mythology nerds that, like, lost their shit over, like, the symbols and shit that Flashing were in that screen. trailer. I mean, like, there was a lot of symbolism in that trailer that 90% of people would be, like... There's a part with it. I'm like, like there's people, you know, it looks like a cult, looks like Outlast, bloody occult people at some stage in trial. I'm like, what the hell is going on in this game? Um, But there was one part I thought had frozen. I was like, guys, guys, are we moving past this point? Are we, oh, no, we're good. The only only thing I'll say without spoilers is that Senua in this trailer looks in charge, like the boss. She looks like like a shaman or something of a tribe. Yeah. Like she looks. In the first game, she's the pro, the, the way she goes through that game is she learns to be stronger and whatever else, I guess. So that's like the only thing I kind of got was I'm like, she looks much stronger in this game. Whereas, I mean, it looks like it's definitely not a prequel. It's definitely. A yeah. A prequel would be ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah, ridiculous to make a, a prequel. I think so. Um, anyway, I'm very excited. I will hundred percent like, Oh, and also before we move on all in game engine footage. Looked really good. And it looked really, really good. Like her like her facials and like her character model in that ga- in that trailer looked fucking amazing. I was like, yep. We'll say though, the first game, which was a 
kind of indie game. Like it was a very small budget game that they made. Uh, looked mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. And that was like, I remember playing it because I played that on PlayStation and playing that, I was like, this game looks so good. Like this was such a small budget thing. Like how does this look so good? So now I'm like, now that they've got Microsoft money up their ass, I'm going to be like the game I expect to look phenomenal out of the gate. I'm like, if they could do that on a small budget, what are they going to do with all the goddamn money? So yeah, that's good. Also, I'm glad to see that. Um, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but the uh, the actress, the actress who played randomly pulled out of their, their dev like, team. art department yeah. or something, or their dev team. It was just yeah. I'm glad yeah, they're not the like game. Microsoft's like you gotta have a real. You better get Laura Bailey over the play now. You know we're gonna have a get name. Laura Bailey this, yeah. or Ashley Burchin. Get a get some big name voice actor to come play the goddamn game. Yeah, no, they're just like still. Let's go for it. Uh, next thing that was announced was uh, Control Expositions is out now as the day of recording Friday, of course. Um, I don't think I'll play that because it's not it's not story based. It's just like uh, time trials or like yeah uh, survival yeah basically or- to get like cool gear and stuff. But I guess like if you li- really love the control combat, which the c- combat's fun, but it's not enough to make me want to be like dive back in. But either way, that's cool. I'm more looking forward to the DLC we're getting next year, which is story based. Uh, then they announced Godfall, which is our first, uh, the first look at a PS5 game, uh, first official, officially announced PS5 game. Although, of course, there's a lot of games we're presuming a PS5. This is the first trailer where it's like at the end, Confirmed. PS5. This is a PS5 game. It's also coming to PC. It's an Epic Games Store exclusive on PC as well. Ooh. So uh, fight over that. The one thing I found and a Gearbox game. Yeah, Gearbox published. Uh, the developer is a. Uh, Counterplay Games is the developer. So the mm. trailer, we'll, we'll break it down to two parts here. We'll start with the game first, and then I'll start with the interesting tidbit I found after the fact, which is, so the trailer is all, once again, in-game footage. Uh, and make sure to show, to come up the whole thing. Be like, in-game, it's all in-game. Um, they're calling it a looter slasher, which I think is a fucking ridiculous name for anything. I, under, looter shooter at least sounds cool, and it was like a genre that everyone understands, but now they're like, yeah. looter slasher. I'm like... Shut the fuck up. Isn't um, that what a loot loot game was? They're just all, it's just the same loot game. It's just instead of guns, you're using swords, but they're like, it's a loot of slasher now. Good-o. Um, so it's, you got like, uh, shows three characters in big like fuck-off armor and shit. Um, they've they got cool swords. One of them's like on fire and all this. Like this, the armor and everything looks, swords look really cool. Basically runs down a corridor. Swords are going to be big in 2020. Swords are big. Yeah, get, get hyped. And then end of the trailer, they have fucking the Dragon Ball Z dragon appearing from above and they're about to make six wishes or whatever the hell's going on and <laughs> they cut to black and <laughs> they go for it yeah, the, 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 the trailer doesn't really explain much but yeah so it's a third person action uh, melee based game where you uh, it, it's being built around being a co-op experience you know like you loot to shooters you loot to slashes so you and two other friends can uh, team up and go on your daily missions I'm sure I'm sure it's probably supposed to be some games of service thing probably i mean i'm just presuming here a little bit but uh what do you think of the trailer did it grab your anyone's attention karen uh i really i liked i at first i was like oh is this like another um trailer for oh, it's vanguard no it's vanquish not, vanguard. V- not Van- <laughs> well vanquish is what i first thought and then i thought it was the other the mmorpg that's all about she suits Warframe. trailer Warframe, that's the one. Thank you. I thought it was Warframe, but I really liked the the suit designs and I enjoyed the character interaction as little as it was. Uh, I'm interested. I'm interested. I think 
it looks very Destiny and very Warframe, so I'm like, okay, maybe you're pulling heavily from from those things, but yeah, I think it's it'll be something to give a try. Ash, uh, it's got an interesting art style. I mean, it like all design art design of the characters and that kind of thing, very armory. <laughs> Which I guess makes sense in hindsight with it being like a loot-based thing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it could be cool, potentially. Hmm. So the I found an interview that the the CEO of developer Counter Play Games did with PlayStation Lifestyle after the Game Wars was over. And one interesting piece, apart from, like, asking about the game that's, and all these sorts of things that stood out to me, was that the trailer ends of them saying it says Holiday 2020 release date which fits of course because we know that's when the playstation's coming but then lee in that interview said we're excited and honored to be selected by sony to be a ps5 launch title we plan to be alongside playstation every step of the way next year now of course he could mean launch launch window but i'm like did he let slip like is it our our first officially confirmed launch day one title of course, I'm just... He said it, not me. And and then... The, you're like, he <laughs> let it slip, yeah. so you're diving on those words, words desperately. Yeah. Like, ah! Yeah, damn right. And then another interesting thing I thought was that he, in this in the same interview, he got asked, like, when we'll see the game next? And they said that you will have more information about Godfall next spring, American spring, um, which is March, April, May, which I'm like, okay, so if we're learning more about it then and this is potentially a launch game, then that, does that mean that's kind of the dates we're going to be going with when the PS5 like event is launch going to happen? Event. Launch event is going to happen? You know, that we're eventually going to see happen for sure. So now in my mind, putting all the puzzle pieces together, I'm like, March, I guess. Like around March is probably when we're going to get our uh, PlayStation 5 reveal event. You know, and of course I'm reading between Still the lines the, here. The but time. <laughs> all the algebra flying around him. Like he's like... Hmm thinking he's putting together he's seeing the puzzle come together so what you gotta do to you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta think mind. like this what do you think i'm over here just to fucking talk shit about games and no i mean yes i mean yes but also this is the kind of the way your brain's got to work to get the good content i don't know <laughs> get the hot scoops <laughs> do you need to do uh no but yeah it'll be interesting to see how we go but uh next thing they showed a trailer for was something i but i want to play but i doubt you as well uh which was bravely default 2 so i played both the bravely games they were 3ds games they're cool again dumb name it is a very dumb name because so the first game was called <laughs> bravely default the second game was called bravely second which bravely second was a shit name at the time but like whatever and now they're calling the Still third is. game bravely default 2 <laughs> it's the third or- game <laughs> It's a it's a reboot, you know, in the in the vein of the recent Terminator that just cuts the, some of the, the like, canon out. They're like, we'll just delete that one. But uh, Bravely Second was set like a hundred years or something, you know, after the events of the first one, and blah 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 blah. Kind of like the well, sequel to Nino Cooney. So. Maybe this one's set right after the first. Game. Possibly, but it's still funny. It's like Bravely Default, Bravely Second, Bravely Default Two. <laughs> the third game it's so weird uh either way it's going to be the first bravely game to come to home consoles because of course it's going to be on the switch loved ones with 3ds games um the last ga- team the last game that that team made was octopath rather which was the reason i was interested in the first place because it had a lot of like bravely influence to it um but i'm co- i'm excited i'll probably play this uh will i finish it don't know they're always like 100 hours so I'll at least play it because I like it. I got the collector's edition for Bravely Second. I love the art style of that game. Like it's got, like it was like a hundred something page art book. It was the fucking thickest art book I've ever got in a collector's edition. It was great. 
Next thing they showed a trailer for was Magic Arena uh, Theros Beyond Death trailer event thing. I don't know. There was a lot of magic stuff in this thing, and this was the first to show it off, as well as like ads in between the show and whatever else. I was like, is this a trailer for Arena, or is this just a trailer for the literally the cart? The I vi- didn't realize it was in a trailer for the Arena until the trailers, like the ads start coming on. Because then I saw like the actual in-game stuff yeah. happening, and I was like, oh, it's it's the arena because i was like when when they first started talking about it shadow i'm like oh showing tcg stuff at yeah, but the it's video both game like awards. it's a, a set that's coming out for the tcg but it's coming out in the arena as well obviously so yeah it's like oh that's a bold move i guess sure just marketing it okay. they're just marketing the arena version more because it's like it's a video game show i guess um they've got mm. some free event that's happening at the moment over the weekend where you can like i think it gives you like certain decks or something to first people and you could win packs or whatever over the weekend some certain event that's happening um i don't know if i'll check it out but i did just download the update before um they (laughs) after considering uh, in minor news isn't uh the elder scrolls card game dead it is dead it's dead now right it's officially yeah they officially like no more updates or anything for it it's done ski yeah and i thought that game was pretty good so it's complete yeah (laughs) Oh, it's complete. Fucking wow. <laughs> uh, you finally got the whole set, guys. Yugi, let's go oh, home. Yeah, but don't, don't need any more improvements. <laughs> We're going back to play Dungeon Dice Monsters. <laughs> I like Dungeon Dice Monsters. That's a great game. <laughs> yeah, why are you going to... Uh, uh, next thing that was shown was one of the weirder things. They showed a trailer for... I don't even know if it's the name of the game, really, or if it was just the name of the video. But Prologue, which was playing at Unknown's Battlegrounds first... Our first teaser... Oh, yeah, that's a game. Well, like, PUBG is a game, yes. It's still got a yeah. decent player base. Like, it kind of dipped really hard, and then it's, like, kind of stabilized at, like, a, a point yeah. now where it just, like, consistently gets a certain number, and, like, okay, it's still going. Uh, but Prologue, I don't know if that's the name game or just, like, what they played in the video... I don't know what the hell the point of this video was because I guess it was to show I, people who didn't know that they were working on a single player game, but like I knew this because they announced it like months and months and months ago. I don't know if we missed something because the broadcast did the weird pan like out of the camera. It was just a forest. It was just a forest. It was just a forest with a rock in the middle, yeah. and I was like, I've rewatched Are we missing it. I've rewatched the happened? full thing. It's it's just thirty seconds of that, and it does look pretty. I think that's the takeaway. It's like, oh, you know, like how PUBG looks like shit, and it's it does look like garbage. shit. Yep. They're like, well, this ain't the PUBG you're used to. It now looks pretty and stuff. And I mean, I'm interested to see how this turns out because uh brian green is that his name i think but wh- whoever pl- uh player unknown is player yeah, unknown i think is. that's his name. Yeah. he like left the PUBG main team or whatever like at the start of the year or whenever it was and he took a bunch of people uh, away into a separate group started this new team and the whole thing was like we're going to start experimenting and we want to make stuff and interviews with him at the time when he was talking about it he's like i don't want to do like i I, i'm over PUBG. like that was fun at the time like i i've (laughs) you know the dude basically created a fucking a new genre that will be around for forever as far as i'm concerned like battle royales aren't dropping off anytime soon as much as team death matches aren't dropping off anytime soon so uh he gets my respect in that regard and it's like okay well you know, kind of pressure's on there, my man. Like, what can you whip up <laughs> the second time around? Like, what are we doing now? The fact that the fact that Forza Horizon is getting a battle royale. Yeah, it's out today, I think. I've is, yet to try it. Is, uh, 
is a further extension of that, you know, that how far the reach of that game yeah. is. So, but what this video told me was, I think the only takeaway we're supposed to have was it doesn't look, it looks good. Like gra- graphically, it looked good. Like it looked like a realistic forest and cool. All right. Uh, next thing was the Fortnite cross Star Wars event, which went for way too long on stage. My biggest, really long it was the longest time ever, but, um, they're doing this whole Fortnite event at the moment where you can jump in, you can buy a Ray costume, you can buy a Finn costume, you can buy a Sith Trooper costume, uh, other things I'm sure. Uh, and then a glider. you get the yeah, glider. Yeah, if you yeah. come join at Sunday morning. Uh, so tomorrow, if you're listening on day release of this podcast, Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Australian normal time, they will be... Daylight time. <laughs> Daylight time, whatever. All right, whatever. Um, they, they're doing this whole thing where they're much like they've done previously, like they're doing this in-game event thing where you'll go in and you'll be able to see an exclusive clip of the Rise of Skywalker. And it's going to be presented to you by J.J. Abrams and Jeff, I think, is the, what the go He's going to be there yeah, in-game. Jeff is going yeah, to be. Going to be in there in-game to do it. Now, see, I've I've just re- I've just installed the game before we started recording. I've installed Fortnite on my PC and I said to Kieran before we started recording that I was like, I've installed the game and I'm currently at 50-50 on if I'll do it because it's 6 a.m. on Sunday don't know if that sounds great, but I did install it so that if I decide to, it's there because I feel because I feel like the only time I'll ever do one of these fucking Fortnite events is like this, you know. In before, <laughs> in before, Dylan wakes up at five fifty eight on Sunday morning in a cold sweat, not making the decision. Goes, holy <laughs> shit, it's Fortnite! I've got to go and like jumps on the I'm PC not, like, and loads up Fortnite. My thing is that I'm like I'm not that. I, I don't care that much about the clip. The only reason I'd want to do can it I, is just because, like, it's Star Wars. I'm like, can I advise you of something? Yeah. If you do intend to do it, load up Fortnite once, because the moment you load it up, it forces you into a bot game. What? Like you load but up, play, do but I played it on my phone and my Switch. Will it still? It, but it, it won't count because I don't think it'll count unless you've connected everything because oh, oh. you'll load up, it'll have... I would if you just, haven't yeah, played I'd since, play a couple of games just to be sure. If you haven't played since like the recent chapter... Oh, yeah, I, chapter. I've played the, one game on my Switch a year ago and I played one game on my phone you should a couple definitely, weeks ago. <laughs> prior, to, prior to playing, you're going to have to play at least one game. All right, I guess I have to play Probably one game. Probably three I'm or four. I'm going to play one game and I'm, I'm never going to wake up at 6 a.m. after this whole time, after all this talking about it. <laughs> What's going on? Like one game, get addicted to Fortnite. That's how they get you in. I'm getting addicted to Fortnite. I don't fucking time for this building shit. Get the hell out of here. Let me fucking build and shit. Um, but we'll see how that goes anyway. Anyway, Star Wars, even if you don't go to the event, you can get Star Wars items. The Fortnite guy seems very scared of accidentally spoiling something. Like he seemed well, very reluctant to talk about anything. Jeff's like, yeah. Well, they're making out like something, something else is going to happen. Like, there's a clip, and maybe some other stuff will happen. I'm like, what else could happen that's going to be that cool? Honestly, the Death Star will pop out and uh, blow them all up. I mean, well, there's already a, um, there's already a. Now you get to experience what it was like on Alderaan. Well, <laughs> 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 Kylo Ren shows up and. It's like the whole fan. Hello, Hello, I am Kylo Loren. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll. Even if I don't don't go to the thing, maybe I'll jump in and dress up as fucking Ray or something. And be like, I played Fortnite, guys. I played Fortnite. You're gonna dress Dude, up as Ray. You're gonna spend money on the game. I'm dressing up as. I mean, how much is it? Like a couple bucks. 
It'll probably be like five. Yeah, it's about five bucks for for a meme, you know. You might have to buy for like V bucks, so you might have to spend like ten bucks. I spent ten bucks. I'll spend five bucks for a meme. I'm only spending ten bucks. You'll probably have to spend ten. No, that's that's lunch money. Five dollars is the max for a meme. That's. Here first. Depends how good the meme is. <laughs> uh, next thing they showed was Sons of the Forest, which is a sequel to The Forest, the game that came out like many, many years ago. I brought it was in, when it was in early access. I still haven't played it. That was good times. They've done a lot of work on that yeah, game. Yeah, now, now everyone's like, like it's great. This, this, it's amazing. I'm like, okay, I'll install it, I guess. You'll never go back and play <laughs> I install it. Install it. Like, <laughs> I've got holiday but, like, soon, <laughs> They've added like a storyline to that game and everything. Yeah. Like it's a whole thing. Back in the day, it was just this co-op uh, survival slash survival. Yeah, it was game. like Kago. It was hello. I'm similar to Rust yeah. and but scarier. Minecraft and yeah and but yeah scarier with deem with demons in there, cannibals yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but this this yeah. uh, this trailer was cool. I thought like it looked. Uh, I think this this is a this makes out like it's going to be more like a single player game. It looked really good. Looked good though. It looked. Um, I wouldn't. <clears throat> I don't know. I wouldn't say it looks like a single player game just because I know what it looks like. Yeah, that's true. Now, like the story elements of the forest, the full so, race, Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next thing they showed was the first of many League of Legends things. So the first one was Ruined King, which is being developed by Airships Syndicate, who just released the uh, recent Dark Sides Genesis. They um, they said it's going to be a story driven turn based RPG set in Bilgewater. Um, you're gonna play as someone rather. They said Gangplank's name, some of the things, blah 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 blah. Like every one of these fucking League of Legends trailers, though, they were just like this 30 second cinematic shit that doesn't show you the actual game, gives you real no it idea what the trailer like is about. Cinematic though, it wasn't really a cinematic. Comic it was just like comic, comicified, and and I was like, is this about Thresh? Who's this about? Because I mean, Thresh like, might be in it. I guess I don't know. He's like his lantern was in it at one point, and I was like, this looks very. His color scheme, but then uh, Gangplank was mentioned, and I was like, okay. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I'm like, I- I'm intrigued by the idea. I'm intrigued by the idea of any of these League of Legends games, but I'm just going to say it now, like ahead of time. All of the trailers for them were shit. I don't like any of them. None of them grabbed my attention. I mean, maybe if you're a hardcore League of Legends fan, like it's enough to get you, like, just to hear, like, <gasps> Gangplank, you know, like all these things are going to like tick boxes in your head and you start getting hyped. But I feel like for, for most people, even me who like understands the names, right? I'm someone who's like, okay, you're saying these character names, I know. I know. Yep. But at the same time, that's still not doing enough for me to be like, what is the fucking game? What am I doing? What's it look like? Like, it's just not doing it for me. It's, not do- it's, it's not a turn based RPG. What else? <sighs> But the, it's going to be completely a new style of turn-based RPG. So what the fuck does that mean, guys? Yeah. Extra turns. No, they did that in Bravely Default. My boy, he's done it. If, yes, if he you, has done it. If you click fast enough, then you get extra turns. Heard it here first. I'm excited. Uh, next thing they showed was a Cyberpunk 2077 uh, behind the music thing, which was followed up by Performance of Grimes, I guess, kind of. Um, yep. Uh, cool. cool. Like I'm, I like the people who are doing music for this game. That's thumbs up. Good job. I got. I mean, most person who got me most excited got Run the Jewels in this shit. I'm excited. I'll listen to any new Run yep. the Jewels shit. Basically, so they they started the video. <laughs> can we lock in? Can we lock in the winner for the game award for music and sound next year? Next year, yeah. They'll it, score. It's gonna be Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. 
I honestly feel like it'll probably just be Cyberpunk anyway. But at first I was like, this was one of those things where like they're like, let's talk about the music of Cyberpunk. I was like, I don't really fucking care. And then like six seconds into the video, so Run the Jewels were there. I'm like, I fucking care. Like, <laughs> 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 I, did like the, I did like the biggest fucking 180. And then like ASAP was on later and shit. So I was like, you call them solid. And then, um, yeah, she came out, did a song, I guess, or whatever. It cut to Elon in the crowd. I hated it. <laughs> Get out of here, you fuck. Uh, I'll tell you what, this th- yeah. if this game comes out and they've literally done some crossover and they put his stupid fucking tank car thing in this game. Cybertruck. Cybertruck I'm going to kill someone. I'm kill someone. You know, just by, just by putting the camera on him, he probably sold it. The it's 10, the most awkward thing too. He's like, he's like sitting next to, um, I can't remember her name. Kimi. Yeah. Neck and Mirror. Last name is. Mirror. Yeah. Who was just on stage, which I don't even pause on for a sec. That was great. We all loved her. Glad she's sitting again. She can't speak English very well, but she can she can say bear. That she's was great. Got, she's got an energy about her. She's got an energy about her. She, that, that was good stuff to and see. She bowed yeah. down to the person. And I was like, oh. That's <laughs> she asked Elon oh, Musk on Twitter later if she can design the next Tesla. Oh no! <laughs> you know what I mean? Jones so, instantly bought it. The next Tesla looks like a, a Kami. <laughs> I I I don't think we've ever had to talk about Elon Musk on this podcast for various reasons probably but i don't like elon musk i have him muted on twitter because i can't I, there's no difference to me like some people take him really serious and i love him what obviously. do you got against energy because cars i have nothing against energy cars that's great i like what, what do you it, got against paypal no no, no. Let, let, me, let me boil it down i like the products he puts out but the guy's a cunt <laughs> 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 I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> it's just the delivery of just. <laughs> I just want to boil it down. Like Tesla, cool cars. Yep, you boiled it down. You boiled it right down, mate. Like there is nothing to get back out of this. Yep, meat. I don't think it anybody is confused about your feelings. Bland and mushy now. That's how much you've One of my least favorite parts yeah. was when they cut to him and he did this whole like awkward like get out of here, Elon, you fucking twat. Um, really? In that show, that was your <laughs> least favorite part? No, that was okay. one of my least favorite. It wasn't my least favorite though. Uh, next thing they showed was this Dragon uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance trailer. So the game is going to be a third person, no, first person, I think, action uh, game. Anyway, the, the trailer they showed I thought was okay. Um, I hated it at first and then I was kind of like, you know what? I think it was kind of cool for a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. fanboy. And then I was just because it had Drist in it. And I was like, yep, that's pretty cool. I'm a proud of this. <laughs> I, yeah, so. Who's Drist? Gonna... Drist is a Drow Ranger that is very heavily featured throughout Dungeons and Dragons lore and books. So you're going to play this? Why? Or... <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I'll pick it up. It depends on what it evolves into. If it's a full game, yes. If it's not like that. That, what was that game Nick and you played that was uh, D&D well, uh, Corner Cucked dog game Corner Cucked the game it was, yeah, War, it was game. Warhammer it wasn't uh, D&D that was Warhammer, was Warhammer. so I always but yeah games like that not interested if it's a full experience Ratscape yeah, or something the, uh, Vermintide too Vermintide that's it I knew there was something wrong <laughs> with rats <laughs> uh, I was just like, Gamer has a story it says a quick word on uh the studio making it's called Turk. It's a relatively unknown studio in Montreal created by ex-Ubisoft veterans. Livelock, the studio's first game, looks like a pretty good co-op action RPG, which bodes well. Wizard acquired Turk 
a took I don't know. A couple months ago, and there were around 55 people working there. Back to Dark Alliance, it will be a spiritual successor, not a direct successor to Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games from the PS2 and Xbox era. The old story then will be left alone. It's a new story. Turk Studio head Jeff Hatterman told me in an interview. It's a spiritual successor. It's been so long since the original Dark Alliance, Dark Alliance 2. It's generations ago, console generations. We felt it wouldn't do that. Those two games are really good in their own right, and we're putting our own spin on things. We felt like this might be the beginning for a new franchise. Uh, the new beginning means moving away from Baldur's Gate setting and uh, into Icewind Dale, hence the name change, but the story will continue to center around Drizdo Uridan and Ra Salvatore's stories. Perhaps, perhaps most importantly, new beginning means moving from top-down gameplay to third person. We wanted to bring the camera to a more intimate visual, uh, visceral experience of the harshness of Icewind Dale. Uh, blah 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 blah. So you have a bunch of playable characters, third person action game. Team up with three friends. That's the game. That's some more screenshots in that article too. The game doesn't look bad. Like they were gameplay, looked like gameplay one. So I'm keen to learn more. I'll look up more later. Uh, Mirage. So Mirage called in Jeff, which uh, at first I thought this was like a really well timed uh, video, but it turns out they were just doing it live. So that was pretty cool. They had um, old mate yeah. um, Roger Craig Smith, Roger Craig Smith in a mocap suit up in the corner um, somewhere Screw else. Roger Craig Smith, man, yeah. what a misdirect! Yeah, didn't know. I, I I was quite impressed after I found that they just did it live. I was like, that's cool. Cause, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, technology. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, fun. tech. Also, as the whole thing itself, everyone on Twitter in my Twitter feed was like, "This is shit, cringy, hate it, hate it." I liked it, to be honest. I think it was good if it it was good and if it'd been any other Apex Legends character, it wouldn't have worked. It was just because it was the most charismatic yeah. character of Mirage and and his performance in it that made it good. I well, I was it. like, am I enjoying this because yeah. I understand that that's the character Mirage and other people hating because they don't play Apex Legends or never played the game at all and yeah. they, they don't get the or character. Didn't get play it when yeah. it came in, yeah. So I'm like, is that why I'm kind of enjoying it? But either way, I enjoyed the bit. I thought it was quite funny. And then they yeah. that led on to them announcing there's a Christmas limited time event on at the moment where like everything's turned Christmassy and whatever else. So basically like, I, I give the Game Awards one thing. It's done a lot of like, I'll reinstall that, make sure that's up to date, reinstall that, make sure that's up to yeah. date. Don't know if I'll have time it's, to try any of these things, but I'll see how I go, you know, like. It's done a good job of a lot of, this year especially there was a lot of, and this is available right now. Yeah. Like, you know, like that kind of, impactful kind of release yeah if i, if I had literally nothing else could. to do after the game awards was over like if i had nothing else to do today i would have happily like updated apex jumped into this or you know any of these number of things yeah. like where i had to waited patiently for the star wars thing waited patiently for the star wars thing or something you know like there was lots of stuff for me to be like that's cool that's exciting like like will i do it yeah no because i Go to write up news posts and what the fuck else. But this, this is what we're doing. So that was cool. And then uh, it also has a, it's not the turn stuff Christmassy, but they've also added in this Winter Express limited time mode at the moment, which is like an object, uh, objective protecting thing, it seemed like. Like mm. you're protecting the train or something, I gathered. I couldn't really understand. Either way, uh, I like to see that they're adding limited time modes now, not uh, that are completely different to the main game as well. So that was cool to see. Yeah. Um. Are you dive back in, by the way, Ash? You're, the high co- you're going back to... I might give it a go. Yeah. yeah. If you want to jump in, yeah. if you need a buddy. <laughs> well, there was, that, there was like that... Still need to chase that first win, right? 
<laughs> there was like that there was like that month where I, uh, I'd see Ash like playing it or whatever else or like I'd see he just dive off then I'd like message him like I'm playing now like come back <laughs> uh, Apex good shit um, next thing was an Orium and the Will of Wisps <laughs> I've literally got in my notes here I just forgot I wrote this down but I literally wrote Orium and the Will of the Wisps gets this 2678th trailer <laughs> Which, I mean, is this the current holder for longest time between release and no, announcement? No, 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 no. Duke Forever, like, no, Last Guardian, King of without, Us 3. <laughs> no, like, without a, a release. I mean, the game had a release date, didn't it? It got moved from, like, this year to, like, to next year, so... I mean, the game feels yeah, like it's feel had like trailer it's- after trailer after trailer after trailer, and it's not like a big open-world game or, like, a big story game where there's, like, enough to constantly keep you intrigued. I'm just like... Yeah. It's the same shit I've yes. seen. I've seen this it's stuff. Ori. I've seen the Spooder. I've seen you play a boss fight. Yeah. I've seen this. Stop showing yeah. me. I was like, whatever to this. I was like, it's Ori. I've fucking seen this shit. Uh, then Wolf Eye Studios came out, and then, uh, who are made up of like uh, Prey and um, Dishonor Debs, this new studio, uh, came out to announce their first game with Devolver Digital as the publisher. It's called Weird West. Um, didn't really go into like exactly the gameplay details, but it seems like it's going to be like no. a top downy. It's like a- Therapist. Dungeon crawling kind of. It's like a wasteland kind of game, it looked like. Possibly. I gotta be honest, I wasn't super whatever on this one. Nah, it was like, it's okay, Wild West, but with like supernatural themes. Okay, sure. Yeah. There's a couple of games like that I've seen on Steam and that kind of stuff. But the art style kind of sticks out. It looks cool, so. Yeah. Good stand out. We'll see. I mean, I like the, the, it's got like dev uh, credentials to give it like intrigue, I guess. Uh, yeah. Then they showed a trailer for Magic Legends, which is a Magic the Gathering MMO, which when I Googled, I found out they actually announced this was happening years ago, and they never gave a trailer or anything. They simply announced, like, we're working on this thing, Magic Gathering MMO. We finally get our first trailer. It's not actual gameplay. It's a fucking cinematic. But, I mean, to be honest, anytime there's a trailer for an MMO, it's fucking cinematic anyway. It's not going to be never gameplay. gameplay it's so, going to be cinematic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's shocking because the real gameplay is going to be you go to a comic book store and you sit down, you pull your deck out, and you start playing Magic. No, no, no. You pull your deck <laughs> out. You pull your deck out. <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> over there, Ash Lovely? And then your deck. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then you get banned They um, I saw a couple of, some people online being like, "Does like Magic have enough law to hold a MMO?" And I'm like. Yes. Yes, uh, it does. Yes. They do. I mean, they do like regular story. website blogs yeah, w- of just like stories about their current characters. Car- when I was, and it's like, yeah, when I was hardcore, I'd read have, the website updates every single week as they release them. So, and it's like they have that many characters that they retire characters mm. and just keep going with a different set for a while, and then they bring mm. them back when they need to. It's like, yeah. you f- the MMO. I mean, them- it looks. They said they're gonna play as a planeswalker and you'll like travel across planes in the MMO, so As long as you go to Ravnica, I'd be happy. I mean it looks like Which they're is- really pushing this property, considering they've also got that Russo Brothers anime. Anime coming thing out. coming out, yeah. Met- well even so. the thing is, even if they just they could follow in the footsteps of Elder Scrolls Online, where Elder Scrolls Online just keeps releasing region after region after region. Yeah. They can just keep releasing planes Spoilers. and just being like <laughs> what, what do you mean spoilers? That's Didn't, what they've wasn't done there for the last like, three years. Isn't there a special there was. Scrolls announcement? You're, you've just spoiled it by pointing <laughs> it out. <laughs> Good job, Ashley. 
You're welcome. I, I'm not an MMO. <laughs> I spoiled this thing that was just announced. In I spoiled this episode of the podcast, yeah. Ruined. I'm not an MMO person, but I'd probably try this out if it released because of my past with yeah. Magic, so... I I don't I don't think I'm ever the type of person that could ever fully commit to an MMO or anything solely because I refuse to like get stuck with one commit game one these days because it's just not like what I want to do. Yeah. Or you have commitment issues. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly right. Commitment issues. Um, but I'll try it out. I know, they um, funny. you got another hot take over there with your face. No? Oh, yeah. No. Shut the fuck up. Um, next thing they showed... <laughs> Focusing on what's next. Okay. Next thing they showed was Powerful Warrior, which was an Oculus game. It looked like crap. But um, looked like fucking Street Fighter or some Street Street, street Fighter inside. But it looked like a... Yeah. What was it? Goal? Is it Goal, that game? No. The beat-em-up There's game. One. I can't remember what it's called. Like River City Ransom or something like that. Yeah. That's one. But in 3D. <laughs> yeah. I mean, interesting idea. I don't think it looks It's not true. the prettiest thing, but I guess it's kind of trying to emulate It didn't look like anything I'd want to play either, though. I'm like, why would I... I mean, maybe for some people, but for me, I was like, this looks... I don't know why I'd want to play it. I, you don't want to punch people in the face? No, because it's like... Other bo- there's like darts box, people. There's boxing games and shit that are, like, better. Do you want to... And you get to throw darts at people and catch knives? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. The next... And you don't look like a red person? God, I don't even look like a red person. Next thing they showed was the Gase... Uh, g- Ghosts. The ghosts. The ghosts. The geishas of Tashima. That's the sequel. Ghosts of Tashima trailer, which was, of course, teased at the state of play early in the week. Ghost. Ghost. Sorry. Ghost of Tashima trailer that they showed it teased early in the week. I I was surprised. I thought it was ghosts. No. There's a singular. Singular ghost character. But I think every time I write it, I write ghosts because in my mind, just it's like ghosts. I don't know. Must fit better as a title. Um, So we got a release date ish. We got summer 2020. Weird release date. American Summer 2020, which is June to August, is when it's going to release. Yeah. Weird time. But also, where the fuck else does it fit? Cool. Uh, Especially when you look at next year's calendar, you're yeah. like, it's like, I mean, fuck, where do I put yeah. this? Yeah. It puts them in a tough spot in terms of they don't have much space if they feel like they need to push this game back. Like, I mean, they can push it back. Almost, it's just it goes right up against PS. Yeah, which will be horrible. Like the thing is, launch. it's when you the closer you get to the PS5 launch, the worse it has an impact on the game, though, right? Because I think it would. When did Last of Us come out on the PS3 cycle? Um, month. It was, it was like, like six, six months plus months before the PlayStation. It, it was at least okay. six months. Like I wouldn't want to launch anything past like August September. Really? So you don't think we're going to get any games between August and September? No, no, no. But I wouldn't launch, launch. a in-house title that okay. is for a former generation. Really? Like Even for something that's backwards, com- you know the next game, the console is going to be backwards compatible. So it's not like I don't they're going to... I just think it's weird. I just think it's weird to do that. I think this is going to come out August of that release schedule. Because yeah. Last of Us is out um, May. Mm. So. Okay. Like, June's obviously too close. I mean, it could come out July, but it's like, okay. Late July? Early August, maybe? Something like that? Um, and then we get September, yeah. Let October. Let us all have a break after we binging these games for the past three months. Yeah. Like, there's the, I can't think... Except for maybe January. I can't think of a month in, like, the first two-thirds of... Like, maybe the first half of 2020 where I'm not like, this is the game I'm playing for the month. I- and then... Devs come out with shit like Resident Evil 3, and I'm like, 
I don't know when I'm even going to play you. you. I you haven't have even fucking days. picked up Resident Evil 2 yet. days to play it. It's fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> there, there's like a point next year where it's like, all right, we're like, you're about to enter like six months of hell <laughs> of like having the play stuff. <laughs> and then I'm going to hope that somewhere like there's a, maybe September slows down for a hot second. And it's like, everyone catch your breath. And then, uh, next year, console to heal. New generations. Yeah. Go. Next, like, is, oh, next, year, next year is, um, it's absolute nonsense. Really? Um, but trailer was cool. What did, what did everyone think of the Ghost of Tsushima trailer? I thought it was cool. Karen, did you like it? Looks super pretty. I liked it. I liked it. it looks very good. I liked the character designs. I, I, I like the whole theme of it. It's nice to see. Um, I remember thinking when this and Sekiro were being advertised, where I'm like, "How do we differentiate these?" I think I have a trailer in my brain that I don't know which game it's for. Um. Still to the this one day you just keep... watched. Is no, 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 not Sekiro the one I just watched. <laughs> I know, I know. I, Ash, go. This... <laughs> no, okay, now, couch. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> but I think it, it really showed more of the story of this game, and I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it and discovering why he's a ghost. Because his village got burnt to the ground. Yeah, but but, yeah. but, but like why? But why is, is it though? What do you think, Ash? Is it? Yeah, it lo- it looks great. Um, I'm curious to see how the ga- like mission and mission gameplay is going to work. I have a hunch about what it could potentially be, but maybe we'll talk about that a bit more in plat this coming week. Oh, look! Wow. Okay, don't talk about it while I'm here. Then <laughs> fuck me, yeah. right? Yeah. Fuck me, am I right? We're going to talk about it in our boys club, but PlayStation's number one Oceania I mean, just, podcast. I don't know if you know, but we had like a jam packed episode this week, so there's definitely not going to be any news or content for the next episode. <laughs> So you've got to save as much as possible. <laughs> Saving these nuts for the winter. <laughs> Saving these nuts for the winter. All right, uh, up next was Karen's Game of Show. Gears Tactics, uh, the, the sequel to Gear Pop. Coming out April 2020. <laughs> I've played a Gears War game, but it looked pretty cool. I mean, look. I'm actually pretty excited for this yeah. game. I think Xbox in the past the dummy dirty. They pissed me <laughs> off by using this game against me to block out Gears of War Five, but now that Gears of War Five is out and it's past me, and I've it's on, you know, it's it's there to be finished at some point. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I probably the thing is I didn't know what kind of game they were going to go or if they were going to go with a full Gears of War storyline for this game, and now that has filled itself yeah, what out. Is it? I'm very I excited. For it. What is it? Uh, it looks like it's going to be more of a prequel. So all of the Gears of before War one, stuff maybe. that we've played. Yeah, it'll be before one. So one takes place. I can't remember how many years, but it takes place a decent amount of time after the resurgence of the, I can't remember what the fuck, the bad guy, the Locust. That's them. Um, before. Even I know that. The Rise <laughs> of the Locust. It's, yeah, it's, uh, so number one takes place faster. This looks like it's going to be like midway through that period of time where the humans have gathered together, they've started to fight back, they've used the Hammer of Dawn, and now we're dealing with the repercussions of using the Hammer of Dawn. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it looks like a really good story. It looks like they've got interesting characters again because they're now playing a Gears game that is totally taken away from the Phoenix family and that cast of characters. So... 
it'll be interesting to see. And they'll also have opportunity to pull and bring past characters back that we might not longer have in the series, which is an interesting premise. Mm. Ash, do you like these types of games? Yeah, I, I like these kind of games. I like, obviously, XCOM I'm a big fan of. So I was like, yeah, Giz, XCOM, I mean, that would be enough to bring me into that franchise. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I don't, it doesn't look like it's going to be like XCOM where it's got like permadeath and you've got customizable people. There seem to be certain characters that are definitely going to be. I'd say that that would, wouldn't be the case in the main story, but maybe it'll have like. Maybe have like side missions or maybe you've got like one or two characters that you need to keep alive for the entire time. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But 40 hour campaign, I'm like, well, <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> do you believe him? But you know. Is that like. That's probably like a forty-hour campaign where you do like all the side missions and you do yeah potential stuff like that's gonna be that'll be fluffed as they say in the industry yeah. always potentially always like half the number usually <laughs> yeah and start from there unless it's like really small to start with uh, next thing they showed was uh, Naraka Playpoint which is a um, freaking hell so weird to put this like a couple of minutes after Ghost of Shima I would I use this as a toilet break not gonna lie. I was using oh, the actual I, ads as toilet breaks. To what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it started he likes ads. like this. This, this is. He wants to know about that omen <laughs> stuff. That omen. I liked some of the omen stories. I was like, I liked like they had like the kind words one. And, he needs and to know about, about that Samsung HD stuff. TV. Oh my God. I do. I do. I need to know how to stop vaping. Man. <laughs> 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 um, this was. I thought this was kind of interesting, just from like a developer standpoint because it's a chinese developed game which i've only really began paying more attention to chinese developed stuff like uh as i've been paying more attention to these playstation things i've been doing where is fist yeah like why isn't that trailer shown during <laughs> like if you listen to platinum explosion i've like discovered this game called fist at the start of year which has become one of my most like every time i see it i'm like there it is there's the game game in the air fist let's come on boy um but yeah so this is a to see a chinese developed uh, game on the Game Awards stage, I th- well, not stage, but you know the show. I thought it was uh, quite interesting just from that point. Like it's outside the norm. Um, it's also says to be so. Like on the website it says, Blade, Nareka Blade offers close combat action set in the mysterious eastern realms of Morris. The game features a boundless movement system that allows players to climb, hang, and even parkour with an aim at whatever you want. Grappling hook and sophisticated yet beginner friendly combat system involving accessible block and parry mechanics. Nareka Blade Point is designed to pro- provide a brand new experience to melee combat and world exploration, integrating eastern aesthetic and philosophy. Nareka Blade Point presents a f- forsaken island to splendid landscapes as well as inexplicable enigmas um so yeah it's, it's, it seems to me like you wander around it's like a multiplayer type super multiplayer action game is what they they call it um it's coming out i don't it doesn't actually have a proper release date next year at some point though so 2020 2020 basically everything in this fucking thing was 2020 um yeah i wasn't super impressed but yeah just from the uh chinese developer standpoint i thought it was interesting next thing that showed was nine to five i have no idea what was happening in this trailer it was very weird but apparently it's a first person shooter that's going to have an alpha out in 2020 uh what did we it think of this looks thing? like rainbow siege light is what they pitched it as after when i was talking to jeff afterwards they were like there's too many too many of these damn shooters are just too hectic these days i'm like rainbow six is like one of the most popular things at the moment. it's like <laughs> it's not hectic at all like Counter-Strike isn't really hectic either. Like it's, it, I don't, I don't know. it reminded me of the VR game that came out. The one I liked? That you, Firewall? Yeah, the one you and Nick liked. I was like, oh, is Firewall this Firewall like, Zero? Yeah, I was like, is this like another version of that? But that's just, or... that, that was basically just Rainbow Six and VR, so. 
Yeah, yeah. But you yeah, know, I just had a clip of rabbits with guns. You know? It was very weird. I don't understand any of that. It was very I odd. think it was just to make the trailer more interesting or eye catchy. Was weird. As soon as it came up, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be one of those things where they like play this and then they're going to zoom out of it, and it's going to be like, oh, it's not really the game we're advertising.' No, I'm disappointed because <laughs> I want a game with one of Battle Royale with Bunny rabbits. rabbits. I thought it guns. was Fortnite with rabbits at first because <laughs> the fucking dick rabbit was doing the the, the L dance. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't really know what to say about that thing. Next thing that was uh, Green Day came out. They played a whole concert. They played a couple songs. It was a thing that happened. Uh, but that was mm. followed up by announcing that there's Green Day Beat Saber DLC available now. Can I say I got punked during this and I was pissed? Yeah. I was really quite annoyed because Jeff Keighley before they went off, but well, you'll find out that they have their very own game announcement coming out. Oh, you thought they were announcing Rock Band? No, no. Watching the game. Didn't realise behind them during some oh, of the Tony verses, Hawk and shit. There was there was some retro games. And at one point, I didn't realise it was all the retro games. I saw a skateboard do a trick <laughs> past them and I was like, This is it. I'm gonna be a fucking I'm gonna this is my point. This is my fucking <laughs> prediction. I I'm fucking in here. And I'm like, I saw Crash pop up after I'm like, oh they're just so oh, no. throwing retro. They're gonna games. do trash. They put trash? They're gonna do crash. Crash worlds. <laughs> Crash world. Everybody wins. Um, so I'll also like to say, just as a you know, Jeff Keighley, you're never gonna listen to this or whoever from the Game Awards. Your audio mixing was kind of shit for this concert, and it was it was a letdown for me. It was just, just like yeah, no, they weren't good. I'm not a Green Day fan, so I don't know how I like can judge because I was just like whatever, I don't care. Like I don't like Green Day's music. It was just uh, Billy's whatever. vocals were very. Very quiet. I was like, man, just raise him up a little, crank him up a little. Yeah. Ash, did you like Keep it? it you a Green Day fan? I had to skim through it to to get, get it, fit everything in. <laughs> but you know, time crunch. I just me. hope uh, that that one of the blades is going to be green in the game when you play Green Day songs. I'll find out. It I'm looked like it was. It kind of there wasn't any red or blue um, when in like the background shots that they had. So. There's, a, there's like so. a couple Green Day songs I like, so like I could enjoy the DLC if they've got a couple of the yeah. classics on there, I guess. But I don't know. Time um, of your life. Another turning point. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yes, that was the thing that happened. That was. I mean, actually, I'll come back to this at the fucking. Uh, next thing they announced was uh, New World 2020 uh, White Slave MMO being put out by Amazon Studios. Finally uh, releasing a game. Amazon Studios is finally releasing a game. So yeah, so After the, firing as, everybody. <laughs> as Engadget wrote it, this is a weird trailer to watch, I think, for most people. Um, the Engadget and most other people I've seen write about it, it's like, New World is Amazon's first MMO. It's been in development for more than three years. It features a classless progression system, crafting the ability to team up or play solo, and battles up to 100 players and paranormal NPCs at the same time. Of course, a game about people violently sieging a foreign land in 1600s has raised eyebrows. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, its core idea seems to be based on real-life European imperialism with undead creatures as stand-ins for indigenous people. In response for this to this perspective, Amazon's Game Studios head Patrick Gilmore told Polygon in February, quote, that's not really been a focus at all. The lore of the game is that there's a tainted aspect to the world. 
uh, to this world that it's a Garden of Eden that has fallen from grace. In game, the undead are former settlers who've been corrupted by the island. So, uh, yeah, I thought this was a very weird. So they're trailer. not invading something, you know. The, all the settlers, all the people who are there, are all previous in the invaders. I mean, you know, like if you make any game about <laughs> colonialism, as long as you make the indigenous people ghosts or zombies or something. Yeah. Zombies. <laughs> they're not they're not they're not indigenous people. They're not indigenous, the ghosts. They're the they're the people that killed the indigenous people, so you're avenging the indigenous people. Oh well, that's so yeah. really you're the good guys in this situation. I this, mean this you're let's be honest, them. hasn't hasn't colonialism worked out for everybody? I mean, I don't know if you could say something worse that could be taken out of context and played back to you at your fucking <laughs> funeral, but <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, no, I, I, I obviously didn't like the look of this. I thought it looked really weird. Um, straight away, I was like, this isn't going to go well. And then as soon as the trailer finished, I opened up Twitter and I like refresh and I straight away see a couple of people I follow who are like, well, that looks shit. I was like, this wasn't going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, there was a couple. Of I also found it interesting. Um, Imran Khan, twi- uh, Khan tweeted that he'd played this game like a year ago, apparently, and he said it was nothing like this at the time. And now he's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what happened to this game?" So yeah, that was they hired uh, new people. That's what happened. Yeah, they hired white people by the sounds of it. Uh, next thing they Ooh. had was another League of Legends thing, Convergence, but it's got like a. It's like con slash versions because thing. Uh, League of Legends story Regents. again, single player platformer this time though. Convergence, Ooh, a League of Legends story. Time travel element, no time manipulation elements. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Once again, it's the trailer was nothing. It was weird. It, it apparently stars uh, Echo. It was stars Echo. But, uh, Echo, how you say? For the me, it was weird that this is what League. Like what Riot decided was ready enough for this. Like, I was even expecting something a little bit more from their shooter, but that I guess that's they said when they announced all these projects, which is the other weird thing I'd like to add in. They announced all of these projects what like a month and a half, two months ago, right? And now they're showing all these weird trailers for them. When they announced them at League Day or whatever, they said that the first person shooter was the least furthest along. So I did not expect to see that, but at the same time. I didn't expect to see any of them because I only announced them two months ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, these are smaller games. I don't think they're going to be full price. They're going to be like 10, 12 hour experiences, I would imagine. If that. Well, it's also weird because the dude who was up on stage for the first one, when Jeff was like, how long have you been working on this? He's like, oh, I can't say. I'm like, that's weird. (laughs) League's like, "Yeah, yeah, we can't. Might have to take some money I mean, off you to pay maybe our fucking severance. Maybe technically they haven't started on it. They've still got to finish Gen- uh, Dark Side Genesis thing. So. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, so once again, I've got nothing much to say about that one because they didn't show us much, but yeah, it's a single-player platformer starring Echo, whatever you say his name, from League of Legends. Mm. Um, next trailer was for Wolf Among Us 2, which I... You're super weird. excited for. You don't have any strong dissenting feelings about it. There's no weird feelings about Telltale whatsoever. I before we discuss the game, because right, I want to break it down. I want to get my criticism out of the way, then I can admit. Then I can be like, okay, let's move past the hump, and then I can get towards being looking forward to the game. You know, like let's let, let's let's tackle it that way. Mm. When we talked about on this show, Telltale coming back, 
I think the, the way we talked about it at the time, the thing I brought up, the thing that was going to annoy me was I'm pretty sure I even said, like, what's going to happen when they announce their first game? Like, it's going to come up, it's going to tell Telltale Games, everyone will be happy, everyone will want to completely, like, gloss over and forget anything that's ever happened. And guess what happened? <laughs> Literally yeah. everything I said was happen- would happen has happened in one night um so i think that's the thing that annoys me i don't like the way i, I don't like the way they announced the game the way they announced the game of the trailer was to build hype with the fans watching at home which worked like the internet went crazy twitter was great whatever it else yeah but at the same time i my twitter was like all right i watched trailer i'm like that was weird i'm like uh, mixed emotions i'll admit mixed emotions i'm like i'm excited because wolf among us is my favorite telltale game right putting that out there wolf among us favorite telltale yep. game so i watched the trailer i'm like my brain's like wants to be excited but at the same time it's being like slapped down by my other side of my brain that's like this is weird it's like your beloved family pet you love them you were their best friend one day you come home and your your pet has had to go to the farm (laughs) but (laughs) you know there's a farm in your 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 parents have replaced it with another dog that you know is a different dog Mm. But they're treating it like mm. this is the same dog. And you're like, no, it's you're different. You're you're di- no, it's the same. And that's that's the very feel of it. It was very much like you were supposed to treat Telltale how we used to treat Telltale, even though it's but not the thing the is, same everybody company. else is treating it like Telltale. The, but, the- once again, in that same <laughs> conversation when we talked about when Telltale, quote unquote Telltale was brought back in whatever episode that was. And I said, it's really weird because people treat game companies like they're things, but they never think about the people that are there. So, and it, this is exactly what's happened because everyone online is like, Telltale back, Telltale's making a game, Telltale. I'm like, it's not though. Like, te- they've, they've literally, like, it's a completely different company and they've, like, stabbed. St- it's identity theft. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's really it's quite face weird. Face off. Basically, it's really quite Very weird. Um, so, yeah, when, try to watch. I'm like, that was odd. I have mixed feelings about this. I open up Twitter as the ad break happens. Refresh Twitter. I see a combination of people on my Twitter feed going, yeah, like screams from people who are like, yeah, Wolf, yeah, fuck you. Like all these people are happy. And I scroll down further and I start seeing some people uh, I follow ex-Telltale devs. Like I follow a few of them from back in the day when the whole thing happened. And one of them's like, fuck, that's just a tweet. Next one's like, I feel so shit right now. Next one's like, I have such mixed feelings about this. You know, like the, it's impossible for me to be a human being no, and yeah. be like, I'm going to get really hyped about this while I literally have people on my Twitter feed who worked at the company, who worked on this game before it was closed down. Yeah. And for me to be like, you it know was- what? That sucks. But guess what? Fuck you. I want to be hyped about the video game. You know, like, <laughs> no, I can't have yeah. that attitude. I just can't. So it's re- really quite weird. Yeah. It's weird because the game was obviously announced. It was in work. They're working on it 2017 with a, set release date to be la 2018 but obviously things happened mm-hmm. and uh that were f- quite far got- along apparently from what we yeah so yeah. i'd be curious to find out how much of this is that old yeah and well how much or how much is potential or did they just completely do a new story yeah with uh, i know certain ex telltale people are working on it this ad hoc, ad hoc studio yeah. apparently so that's what i was gonna ex- oh. to get to that next so I found out about this, like, when I clicked through one of the threads of the people who was, like, the first tweet was, like, 
I feel fucking terrible. I need a drink now, right? I'm not calling out particular Telltale, ex-Telltale employees because I think that'd be weird. But um, this but person was like, I need a fucking You can search drink. Twitter for, I need to buy it, have a fucking drink. See what comes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find a million drinks on a fi- fine Friday night with that tweet. So, um, <laughs> um, th- like, the and next tweet was like, they were like, okay, so I found out, you know, the people at Ad Hoc, it's uh, like a, bun- a, a few people that were working on the original game uh, or original Telltale devs. And they were like, and then they put out another tweet. They're like, I still feel like fucking shit because A, I didn't know about this. They had no heads up, right? B, they're like, I was working on this for a long time. So it's like seeing my baby, you know, come to life and I'm nothing to do with it. I'm have to sit at home and just see it come out. They're like, that's weird. But then uh, uh, most of these Telltale people I've followed on Twitter and I don't want to speak for them, but from what I've seen them saying, they're like, I feel shit. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm happy to see that like people I used to work with are working on it. And like, it's not just like a whole bunch of people pretending to be us. I, I think that ad hoc studio that that's where the, te- the next telltale devs are the whole telltale part of it's still just like really weird and nonsense i don't really understand all that because it's like ad hoc it studio. feels yeah it seems like they're working more as the thq nordic publisher yeah it seems like it's like the, but it's at this stage it's like the telltale name at this there stage because it's is, so fresh as well the telltale name is there as a publisher in my opinion, to literally draw people in and be like, you know, like Telltale, this is the same people, it's the same game, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, Ad Hoc Studio's working on this now. It's a completely different team. It's made up of some ex-Telltale devs, but it's a completely different fucking team. Why are we like Telltale games? It's not Telltale <laughs> I don't know. It's, 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 it's really quite odd. Yeah, I've, I've mixed feelings about it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I want my mixed feelings now and be like, this is kind of weird. So then when it, by the time yeah. it comes out, I can just, be like, all right, I'm willing to enjoy this now, and I just, I'll, I'll, I'll play it, you know. But it was like, I, it was weird when it first gets announced, you mm. know. And I can definitely, I can definitely understand how, like, if I'd worked on this, and for years, I'd and then I got yeah. fired and well, just let go, not even fired, you know. My whole company crumbles. Thing, the thing I've been working on for years is just disappears. Something I was really passionate about, and then I'm sitting at home watching the game awards, and next second it's on my TV screen. I would feel like shit too. You know, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no if, ifs and buts about it. I would feel like shit if that was me. So I think they are well deserved to feel like shit. And from what, yeah, as I said, what I'm understand, most of them like I feel like shit. I'm happy that at least some people are working on it. I'm like, I don't feel like we should be like pitchforks about this. They're just like, I feel shit. I'm like, I understand. You feel shit. I get it. Like, <laughs> I I think it's a it's a very weird scenario that we we're going through with this telltale thing. I think. My fix for this, and what I much would have preferred though, is if they announced it a lot. It would have made no. I would have preferred if they made the trailer with that in mind, and by like, instead of just starting with a teaser trailer and then like, because the trailer was made to like pull back with the voiceover and then be like, (gasps) it's Big B. Oh, like it was very made for the fans. I would have actually preferred just a trailer with the devs talking and be like, hey, this is who we are. This is what's happening. Like we're really sorry about what happened. You know, like I would have preferred like a dev video just to start it off. They wouldn't have had as much like hype reel about it, but I feel like it would have played a lot better to mm-hmm. everyone. I think there is a very small minority that. Oh, a hundred percent. It's like fucking yeah. 1%. Everyone on the internet's so, hyped, but, yeah. but I'm, I'm in that 1%. So I'm going to fucking talk about it. Cause there's going to be a million gaming <laughs> podcasts who are just going to be like, I'm fucking hot. I mean, <laughs> good. eye. <laughs> <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm in the one yeah. percent, we're going to talk about the one percent. That's how that's how it works. Um, what are you shaking your head about? I mean, are you part of the one percent? 
I'm talking about the one percent of uh, the one. The figurative one percent of Wolf Among Us fans. If you're part like, of the one percent, you talk about the one percent. <laughs> is what you're saying? Colonialism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a show! Um, <laughs> next thing that they showed was the last thing before <laughs> announcing Game Oof. of the Year, of course, which was Oof. Fast and Furious Crossroads, an Yikes. Xbox 360 game that is coming Yikes. to current consoles. <laughs> Uh, for some reason. Now, I'm a massive Fast and Furious fan. So, like, you know, Michelle Rodriguez works out on stage. I'm like, hey, girl. <laughs> what up? What up, girl? Like, you're showing Fast and Furious trailer, movie trailer? I'm down for that. That's what I thought was happening at first. I legit <laughs> thought Fast we was getting and Furious a, 9. I thought I was getting a movie trailer at first. I was like, fuck yes, movie trailer. And she starts talking. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. She, she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce, uh, I'm going to bring out uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, is like, it going to be a tie-in to that new uh, Fast and Furious Netflix series? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I watched the trial for that the other day. That was terrible. Um, it's a kids one. It's nonsense. They yeah. She's like, I'm bringing out my homeboy Vin, Vin Diesel. You know, one of my best friends. I'm like, this is gonna be great because you know I follow Vin Diesel on Instagram. Character, absolute character. I feel like for a lot of people, this is the first time they were seeing him like not acting out of not in in a movie. Just him and I mean that himself. is him from what I gather. Like he I is- mean. <laughs> In a year of people yelling stuff onto the stage, that bit ranks. In my mind. Not quite your breathtaking, but. Yeah. But the thing is, for, for, for Vin Diesel, how I've always thought about him, especially since I found out like years and years and years ago about how, like, because he started trying to like get into video games, like back in the 360 days with like the Riddick games and all these sorts of things. Like he, he's always been trying to get into the video game industry. He's like an admitted nerd with D&D shit and whatever else. He is honestly like, he gets up on stage i'm like you are just a buff fucking nerdy like in another world you are just a fucking geeky dude but you're just up there and everyone's like bald head buff dude who's known for playing the the tough guy but i'm like you're not in real life you're a fucking nerd and everyone can see it now like, <laughs> <laughs> up there like hey everyone like oh my goodness and stuff um i enjoyed their um banter, banter i guess like i was like I, i'm not sure if it worked for everyone but i was like teakin I was like, cringe. Tekken. Tekken? We play those fighting games, Tekken? I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, they try. Oh. There's some oldies yeah. trying. Um, but Fast Fury Crossroads. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was fucking... This... I get it. You wanted them to present your Game of the Year award. I get how much did that? How much did Universal pay is the big question. That's a big question. Yeah, how much money does Universal pay? But far out did this game look like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like hot fresh garbage just flaming on fire with Vin Diesel's face slapped on the front of it. It was it's bad. I was Dylan Dylan legit when we got into the uh, call today before recording the podcast. He's like yeah, you probably could have just bought the original version back in like you know ten years ago, and I was like, "Oh, this was this was an old game." Oh, okay, I didn't realize. That's Google. Oh, that makes sense. It's like Google. He's like, "No, it looks like this is a new game." Does like, I know that's the joke. I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> 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 by the way, the thing I want to check out quickly is they're like Mich- Michelle on stage was like man, like, this newspaper report 18 years ago, movie, now video game. I was like, you weren't in it, but they did make a Fast and Furious video game, like, five plus years ago. Yeah. And that was shit. But you weren't in it, so that's why you don't remember it. 
<laughs> you know? I mean, it could be cool. But okay, gamer. It, okay, it could gamer. be fun, potentially. Oh. It just doesn't look very good. It could be. It looked so... F- it looked even more stupid than, like... like So, the Fast and Furious, like, movies have gone to a level of just fucking obnoxious ridiculousness. I just watched Hobbs and Shaw. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it very much. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It went for too long. I was like, why is this a two hour and 30 minute movie? What the fuck? But it? It's like two hours and 19. Maybe. No wonder I didn't love it. Yeah, and I was like, this is really fucking long. But still, like, the, even like the, the car that they, like the tank thing they were chasing with the turret on it, and then they were ramming their cars into <laughs> it. I'm like, how does that even make sense? Like, how is that even a thing? Why? Let, let me let me no. boil let me boil this down for you real quick. Let me boil it down to facts. Here's the facts. This game looks bad. We can all agree. I, f- I feel like no one out there can argue that this game looks bad. Here's fact number two. If I can get a review code for this shit, I'm playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying eighty ninety dollars. <laughs> Fuck no. But you, you, what, bet, what? you better you better <laughs> at believe what this. Price? At what price are you buying this? Would I buy this? Like. Thirty dollars, forty dollars pushing that's, it. That's whoa, whoa, that's impressive. Okay, well, how much do you think I, this I is think worth? Like it might come like twenty bucks, like twenty bucks. No, realistically, like twenty twenty five. Nothing sells for twenty dollars these days. Come on, I feel like I'm being Fucking, realistic around thirty bucks. I could go get a copy of Anthem for four dollars. <laughs> yeah, now I'm talking. I'm talking release now, day, not day like, one not release. Like, yeah, I'm talking day one release. I feel like thirty. 40 I think thirty forty dollars is a realistic price. Realistic point price. That probably it's realistic, for, but what I paid for it is twenty dollars. So let I me point this it. out. Jumanji the game came out for like sixty seventy dollars this week, last week. Oh yeah, yeah that reminds me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jumanji in dreams. Oh, <laughs> I mean, hot, pause. Put a pin in that because I want to come back to that after we're done with this because I've got a really funny point about that. Pin in that. Um, but I'm saying this. I will buy this for like thirty four, uh, $40 is pushing it, but I'll buy it for thirty to play it because obviously I'm a big Fast and Furious fan, and I'll, I'll play it for the memes. 40. It's probably gonna be it's gonna be like that sixty seventy dollars like Jumanji though. Um, but I'll try. I will try and get a review code. Um, if I can't get one, I'll be like, for fuck's sake, how can we get codes for Death Stranding and shit? But I can't, you can't get me Fast and Furious. <laughs> Who are we? I want to know how that wrecking ball section works. I mean, you press A What's to go. What's the logic behind that? I don't know. It's from one of the movies. Like so in the, the world. Game. Like, why is there all these wrecking balls? It, there's no logic. It's a segment from the movie they've put into the game. <laughs> That's like literally the logic. The I, thing well, for me was, was you know what? When, I, when it first started, I was like, man, if this is just based on the era that the first, the second movies is around, awesome. I'd really enjoy yeah. that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And then it started getting into the current gen wacky Fast and Furious shit, and I was like, "Don't." Here's my second question: Was that actually Tyrese Gibson doing the voice? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Was Super it actually him? Too. I don't think it was him. I I don't think. I was so like, either. is he a bad voice actor? Like playing the, like. I think. Well, they probably couldn't get Tyrese to come in. I he's, doubt it because he's got bad he, you know, with everybody. He's fucking fighting everyone in this game say, in this movie franchise. So. You're like, I ain't doing this shit unless you pay me $10 million. And everyone's like, yeah, ain't worth that. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we'll get, <laughs> get, ludic- uh, look, get ludicrous to do this, two voices. It's fine. This, you know what? This game is what made me be like, you know what? This Game Awards kind of wasn't my favorite because <laughs> 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 like this game itself was like, was like, you know, 
Oh, last game of the year. The last game to be announced before game of the year. We've got one more announcement for you. Fast and Furious Crossroads. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Even I, like- as a big Fast and Furious fan, was like, this looks terrible. And also, it gets it was going for so long that I'm like, wait, this is it. Like, this is the last announcement. This is really the last thing. And I was like, yeah, maybe I, I they'll do something Dylan- after game of the year. But then my brain was like, but they never do something after game they of the year. They never. It's just Jeff just wraps yeah. up. I even said to Dylan, I was waiting for this to be a meme. <laughs> I was waiting for like waiting some for- studio. Waiting for an envelope to drop into <laughs> to Oh, hands. just like something. Just for somebody <laughs> has been like, we have paid Michelle Rodriguez to come do this. We have paid to make a fake looking Fast and Furious trailer because it's that bad looking. So I thought it was fake. And I was waiting for halfway through the trailer. Some character from some fucking awesome game was going to like break the screen or something. It'd be like, you don't want that shit. Come check this out. And then we get a real trailer. Did not fucking no. happen. And I was no. so disappointed. No, but now we can get Dominic Toretto for Smash. Um, yeah, see. They would have spent, I just, I really honestly, I'm like, Universal would have spent like a billion dollars on this, obviously. Jeff Keighley is wiping his face with like $50 bills tonight, only after he's eaten a steak. Like, <laughs> just, just, I mean, ugh. him and Hideo have rode off into the sunset laughing. Yeah. Uh, I'll unpin, I'll <laughs> unpin the other point now. So, Jumanji. So Jumanji, Jumanji, the video game came out this week or late last week, whenever it was. Either way, in the last like weekish, um, and instead of promoting that, <laughs> the funniest thing to <laughs> me is instead of promoting the official Jumanji video game they just put out, they've got them j- promoting a dreams level they made. <laughs> <laughs> that out. What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> is does Sony make Jumanji? Yeah, like Sony's the Sony public, like the the movie studio. Section yeah, publishing. maybe that's obviously the connection. That's how it all connects. They also made like, the video game. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you've got a video game. You're promoting yeah. dreams. I mean, dream, dreams promotion is good. Like, cool. Promote dreams. I mean, that's great. But think about it. There's a rock model in dreams at the moment that you can take and do whatever you want with. I don't think they understood what the fuck they were promoting. Uh, like, are we promoting dreams or are you promoting that other video game? We they they had no idea what the fuck was going on. I right, want. Uh, yeah. Jablinski games to play dreams. <laughs> games plays Jablinski the game. What the dreams? Well, oh. there's going to be more time for Jablinski games. That's if true. The rumors are true that Jack Black's retiring after Jumanji. Like, what? 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 Je- the, what? D- did you not hear what? this? What? No, he's Jack got to Black make is School a- of Rock two and uh, spoilers. It's a storyline in his movie. YouTube channel. <laughs> it's just a storyline. He's, he's turned his whole life it's into a, a bit. It's, it's, it's just, just a, a bit. bit. It's just a bit. Yeah. It's Sugar Point Seven, Jablinski style. Jablinski style. Um, all right, so let's get down to some brass points over here. So, <sighs> Gary, back. Let's we're going to start with uh, the winners and losers. So, in alphabetical order, here's what how many points everyone got for uh, predicting the winners of the Game Awards first. Um, Ash got thirteen points. Thirteen points. Fucking hell. Cut! 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 cut. It's pretty good. Kieran got nine points. Okay, I'm playing. You still got a chance. You still got a chance. You just need to get all five of your predictions right. (laughs) I got 15 points. (laughs) Which put Kieran last at our board. Uh, Ash in the middle and me first. 
Yep. Now, getting into predictions, every one you get right. So, the, so for, for our first round, I've got three points. Ash has got two points. You've got one point. Now, for predictions, the way I was going to do it was every one you got right was just straight up one point added to your <laughs> title. <laughs> so, if we read for our predictions from top to bottom on the article I put up the other day. Around one was, Kieran's prediction was Batman trailer. There will be a Batman trailer for the Court of Owls Batman room to be called Batman Legacy. I'm gonna um I'm gonna put an asterisk on this, so it's not just there will be a trailer. <laughs> there will be a Batman Court of Owls trailer featuring Dick Grayson's Batman. There was no Batman trailer at all. There's no Batman. What the fuck are you doing, Rocksteady? <laughs> Where are you? No, it was meant to be uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. There was WB a Montreal. Oh, whichever. Again, Whoever the fuck is making that? The rumor was as well that it was Craig. Who was it? Roger Craig Dean or whatever reprising Batman. Smith. Yeah, that's the one. He was there at the Game Awards. He's posted on Twitter that he was there. You fucking pricks. <laughs> you fucking bunch of pricks. We did get a trailer for uh, Harley Quinn, though. So, the movie, not the game. Yeah. I, and sorry, sorry, Joker coming to Mortal Kombat. J- Joker's coming to Mortal Kombat, yeah. But no so Batman. all of that added up. Is that's point, zero points. Uh, uh, Ash, Ash's one was Crash Bandicoot 64. I think we're going to see this new Crash Bandicoot game. It's going to show up at the Game Awards. Uh, the one that was rumored. It's going to be called Super Mario 64, but with Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Crash Bandicoot was disappointingly not there at all. My first prediction yep. was Breath of the Wild 2. I'm going to go with Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever it's going to end up being called. It gets a teaser trailer of some sort, officially confirming whether it's going to be called uh, so Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever. Either way, the game they showed us gets a tease, this time confirming what the actual game is going to be called. There was no Zelda, Breath of the Wild. This fucking Nintendo was... <laughs> they took Reggie away. They took fucking Nintendo's presence away from the Game Awards as well. Motherfuckers. Round two predictions. Karen. Gods and Monsters. We will get a trailer for Ubisoft's Gods and Monsters. We did not get a trailer of Gods and Monsters. Ubisoft a- absence. Ubisoft absence at all. U- yeah. Ubisoft, where where are you? Ubisoft, you know you can just you're gonna be you're gonna be saying where are you a lot. They're, they're trying to make the money back after been, what the you could have been the heroes. Recon. You could have been the saviors of the game <laughs> awards by turning up and being instead of Fast and Furious Crossroads. You could have stopped. Oh us. look, y- Ubisoft, Ubisoft was make Ubisoft is actually publishing. Fast Furious Crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ash's first prediction was Elden Ring. We're going to get a bad look at Elden Ring, the game that George R. R. Martin and the guy from Dark Souls are working on. <laughs> <laughs> my first, my second prediction was Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima gets a trailer at the Game Awards. I had this down, but I was only going to chuck it in. I don't know about this category simply because Sony usually isn't very much at the Game Awards. Like Nintendo is heavily there. Xbox is like semi there, but in order, it's like Xbox, Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation. But then at the same time, it's like, well, they're not doing PlayStation experience this year. Ghost of Tsushima did get a trailer at the Game Awards. One point to myself. After uh, being a state of play thing as well. So. Yeah, but they didn't break it. So yeah. If they showed the whole trailer I mean, there, that would have fucked me. Yeah, you would have been furious. Yeah. I would have been very angry. But one point to me. Round three, Kieran. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remasters. We'll get remasters. Uh, we'll get announced remasters of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 2, and 3. I'm going on remasters. I think we're currently in the period of remasters. One and two I've things? seen a lot. Why only said one and in the two? thing it sounded like you said three. I, I re-listened to it. What the fuck does it matter? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of stuff recently about Tony Hawk talking about the original games and different articles and interviews. And I don't know if that's something that is setting up or it's just random people are always asking about these. But yeah, I, I think it would be easy money right now to put these remasters out. Uh, Tony Hawk did show up, of course, at the back of the Green Day thing, but uh, 
they didn't announce any remasters. Ash's next prediction was Metroid Prime Trilogy for the Switch. The Metroid Prime Trilogy comes to Switch. I always feel like that's a safe-ish prediction. Anytime there's a thing that needs to be predicted. Metroid Prime Trilogy or Metroid Eventually Prime. Eventually we'll Samus, be right. Nothing was there. <laughs> My third prediction, uh, prediction was Bayonetta 3 trailer. I'll stick to the Nintendo theme, I think. Bayonetta 3 trailer, no release date. No. Uh, we did not get a release date. In fact, we didn't get a fucking no. trailer. <laughs> no. Yep. <laughs> Sons yeah, no. Platinum Games is working on Babylon. Wasn't there an announce about? Wasn't they're there working an on Babylon about, Four. Yeah. So oh, now they're not nice. going to do Bayonetta for another twelve months. So, you know, uh, it's been bumped again. Horrible. A bump for Astral Chain. No, bump for Babylon's no, Fall. No, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Round four. Karen. Google Stadia is heavy. Google Stadia were heavily featured throughout the Game Awards, with a lot of either you know cards at the end of trailers being like available on Stadia. Uh, Google Stadia did have two trailers in the entire 14-hour show. I would not count that as a heavy presence, however. Do you mean... But what about all the ads? That There were two ads. There was more than no, two ads. Only two. Reggie Watts ads? Like there more, were two. It felt like there was only there was two. Two, it, two no, Reggie Watts Was there already two? I swear there was, there was like four Reggie or five. Watt two Reggie Watts. Oh, He's in a canoe. Well, He's going through. They're in a store in another one. Whatever else was going on. Yeah. You could just give me the point. No. That's not a point. You said heavy oh. presence, two trailers... Not even in the main show. Uh, Ash's next one was a new banjo. There's been a lot of rumors that it's going to be an Xbox Studios game. There was actually, Ash, you're correct. There was, yeah. Um, I'm going to say Banjo-Kazooie, new game. Uh, wrong game. There was a new Xbox Studios game. It was Hellblade. <laughs> Who would have guessed that one, though? It's not even technically an X- It's. I mean, it's just barely an Xbox Studios not game. Not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my next prediction was new challenger crash if they're going to announce that crash bandicoot is getting a new game here then what else is going to come here is a new challenger approaches crash bandicoot spins his way into super smash bros ultimate the only thing super smash bros ultimate did this whole thing weirdly I, I think I'm not just the only one that's like not only was there no crash there was no smash bros announcements which I thought was weird full no. stop yeah I thought that was weird especially obviously last year is when they re- announced stroker at the yeah. game awards it would have been a nice full circle moment, but I guess maybe they're saving it for first director 2020. Like, I kind of expected to be doing this and going like, oh, they did announce this, but it wasn't Crash. That's kind of what I expected to happen, but yeah. I didn't get fucking shit. Uh, then the last last round, Karen's prediction, last prediction was Dragon Age 4. Uh, okay, <sighs> let's go for my like hope. This is what I like, love to see. A trailer for Dragon Age 4. I think they'll do it. I think they have to, they have to anthem. Ash then followed that up with a Uno reverse card saying, Mass Effect Trilogy, I'm going to counteract Kieran. I don't think Bioware is going to try and get goodwill with Dragon Age 4. I think they're going to get goodwill with the Mass Effect Trilogy for current consoles. That was also not announced. And then my last prediction was Outlast 3. <sighs> All right, my last one then. Outlast 3 gets gets revealed. I wrote up a story for Explosion Network about this around Halloween time. Red Bells, the developer of the Outlast game, tweeted out a picture teasing a new game. And it said, reveal will be coming soon. And that was at Halloween time. Day after we recorded this episode, they announced a new Outlast game. <laughs> and it fucking pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, the results are Ash with zero points. Kieran with zero points. Me with one point, which leads puts me in the lead with a total of four points overall. Clap, clap me. Um, Ash is in second yeah. with a total of uh, two points. Woo! Clap, clap him. And uh, Kieran is in last place with a total of one point. Clap, clap. Um, Jeez. You're playing Balborn. <laughs> yeah. The pe- it's what the people want. It's what the people want. <laughs> the people have, have willed it into existence. Also, you can't take a year because the game will probably be dead. 
I'm going to take a year. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm taking another year again. There'll be literally <sighs> no one to play the game. We've got to get in fast now with all these bonuses. Yeah, you'll, you'll just be waiting in the lobby the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's count as playing. <laughs> I don't know if that'll be a better experience than Quiet I, Man was or... I think it will be. I think, I think, I think I so. Think um, was there any other uh, like things that stood out, like uh, presenter moments or anything else that anyone wanted to bring up as funny as that you, know, you either liked or thought was funny or whatever? At the start of the show, I'm like, man, they've got some good writing. You know, Jonathan Nolan comes out and does that first bit. And, hmm. You know, I, I chuckled. There was some good, good jokes. Uh, and then it was not as consistent through the entire show. No. I think, I think someone also pointed out that the choice to do the Muppet Segment I didn't, li- yeah, I didn't with, like that. With that particular award was a poor choice. Mm-hmm. It was. The segment was yeah. great. Like- the segment was amazing. And the second they're like, and here's the person to come out for an award for, for uh, impact or what you know. Games whatever, for so. impact. Games for impact. And then I was like, I was sitting on the edge of my seat, like kind of being like, don't start interrupting them when they're fucking doing their speech. Because I swear to God, if those Muppet fucks had interrupted them while they was talking for a joke, I would have been like, this is not the fucking award for that. But they didn't. But either way, it felt weird. That should have been a different award. I yeah. didn't I didn't like how like the um they had their global gamers segments. But they were they seemed really short this year and they seemed to cut in a really weird way where I think the first one or something cut and then it went straight into a trailer for something that was like a lot of like full on killing and stuff like that. Mm. And I was like, this is really weird. Like, this is a really weird, like... I would have preferred them all to be done in one several minute long thing. Yeah. Or even just, you know what? The Omen HP ones were better than those ones. Mm. Like the ones with like Ewok and yeah. uh, I can't remember and the person from kind, kind words, and stuff. Kind words mm. and stuff. I was like, those were seemed better because they at least have like an ending card where it was about the omen stuff and whatever, and then that kind of cut itself off. It just it just seemed a bit weird. And this award show, and I think is I it might be just a trend for award shows because that's how award shows are going now, and that's how people consume it. Are becoming less and less about the awards yep. we we didn't get a single award that was based on they're taking them away i swear there's less like, every year. like somebody's some none of like the content creators ones none of like the best performance ones and all like, these used to be none on of stage. those all of those used to be on none stage. of those had a stage moment so you we need to rotate cool, them around <laughs> But like you know, nobody yeah. nobody got to have a cool speech moment on stage. Like maybe they were a bit worried about Reggie did having things happen. You know, like the who, oh Reggie did, but Reggie Reggie's different. Like I'm right. talking he was about presenting. You know, yeah, so it doesn't. He count. was presenting. Like nobody. The dude there from was Fortnite nobody from like did a, forever, and then I saw on Twitter there was like a flashing card saying like wrap it up, and I thought his speech was like ham fisted bullshit anyway. So to be honest, yeah, like there was nobody that I was like. Man, I re- like there was no Greg Miller speech. There was no Nolan North speech from a couple of years ago. There was uh, even Sonic Fox. The girl from Hellblade the year before. when she won best. Or the girl from Hellblade, which was amazing moment. <clears throat> I love that moment. <clears throat> which like we don't get any. What feels like other than the devs, a, like a real person, like a real gaming person taking the moment to talk one. and use the platform. One. When the Zayam team went out 
<laughs> went up and they gave a shout out to Marxism and all this sort of stuff. It oh, went very under the radar. Yeah. And then I've, I saw Kotaku publish the story and everyone in the comments, there's like a bunch of people in the comments like, I'm not playing this game anymore. They're shouting out to socialists. <laughs> Fuck me. Like, oh, but yeah, when they just, collected their first award, that was super awkward. That was awkward. They headed off in different directions and stuff. But yeah, the second time yeah. they went, or whatever time they went up, it was, yeah. And it just, and the only other thing was, like, a lot of the trailers and stuff, it kind of felt like padding or stocking filling. Like, they didn't see... I understand this year was is not a great year for games because we're the year before a gaming generation changeover, so a lot of people aren't announcing their stuff yet. But... I feel a lot of the stuff we got announced were these like smaller or these like kind of fringe MMO kind of projects or your Magic the Gathering stuff or your Warframes and it just it just felt like there could have been more for I, actual stuff. I think on the announcement side it was more than I expected to be honest because I went in going okay it's the game awards before a new generation I expect sweet fuck all because most of the big games that have been worked on uh, next gen games at this stage and they're probably not going to show any of that stuff so when they start with xbox and hellblade 2 i'm like okay like and i mean that was the height of the entire show obviously but at the time i was like okay well how i'm feeling about this show might change like what's going to happen now like what the fuck could happen everything might go topsy-turvy on my feelings here but yeah i mean i, I think i've spoke a lot well, let, me, let me let me start the positive thing for this thing there's always i've always got criticism for the game awards every year I've always got something I'm like, this could have changed, this could have, whatever. But I think I always come down to the fact that I'm like, I appreciate Jeff Keighley's effort and I understand yeah, that definitely. he has to take like, um, like the money for, I think a lot of people don't understand that like the dude is not a rich millionaire and this show is not put on by some big conglomerate of companies or anything no. like that. The dude literally it's goes- It's not like the Oscars or whatever where the someone yeah. else is fitting, footing the bill. Yeah, no one's footing the bill here. He literally goes to people, he gets sponsorships and that's where the money comes from and that's why you have to put up with a bunch of ads and the whole like fresh indie presented by Subway. Lots of this kind of corny stuff, but I don't really care because I understand like, I'm like, that's where the money for the show comes from. That's how that's how this show works. Jeff Keighley is a dude who's been like for years made fun of because of the Doritos Mountain Dew thing. Like he's always been someone who's like, mm. I know deep down he's like, this is silly, but he's just like, I have to do what I have to do to get like, <laughs> my money for my shows and whatever um yeah so I, I i always like to start with that because i think the show although i have some problems i appreciate it every year for being as the biggest thing we have you know as close to a, a big game award show um yeah but with that said <laughs> i do have a big problem this year with the stuff kieran was pointing out with with the it seems like a drastic cut in the amount of awards that were being presented on stage and having people come out. I thought, I don't like that at all. I'm not a big fan of that at all. Of course, I've been very vocal on different shows and whatever things talking about year after year, how I would actually prefer the show to be a lot more serious, less trailers, more speeches. That's what I want. Less trailers, more speeches. Cause I want people up there, given their moment, given their time, um, understand everyone likes the trailers. I'm trying to find an even ground here, but I'm like, well, can we cut the fucking Green Day thing and get another award up? You know, like, I'm like, what the hell? Like, I would rather sit there for an extra half an hour with some more ads. Especially even. Green Day. Green Day got two songs. Yeah, I'm like, like it's weird. It's just like, fuck, guys. Like, couldn't you have done this in one? I don't even, like, their second song must have been new because I have no, not heard, heard it. it. So Yeah, I think it was. I was yeah. very, very, yeah. It you was would just, think if they were advertising 
beat saber they would have done like a medley or something yeah like something makes a bit more sense yeah. or something yeah. but i mean like but, overall i would say my my feelings overall were i enjoyed like i'd probably say you know like 70 percent of it i would say if i was checking out a percentage i probably enjoyed 70 percent. the most of the time i was watching it i was like this is great number one thing i get as much as i'm like oh that was corny that was a weird trailer this is kind of annoying how yeah. these 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 things go away but at the end of the day it's an award show i can sit down and i'm like video games are great hey you know especially like it starts with like the hype montage and stuff and you're like video games are cool and then every, it's it's like a constant up down of like but either way at the end of the day i'm like i enjoy the overall feeling of just being like i like video games and this this event makes me be like video games are fun how'd you feel yeah. about it though Ash? yeah i like obviously it's not the strongest show that he's done but i mean it's still a solid it's fun there there was some good gags think- do you guys think the show would have benefited? Because for me, my two kind of the higher points of the show were Xbox reveal and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, if those two were even just swapped around, I probably would have felt probably better, better because it would have been balanced with a like you, you like start diving down a little bit and then there's like a big hype moment to lift you back up. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. instead of just this whole show feeling like we got the big up moment yeah. at the start with Xbox and then everything else is kind of down from there. Also, it's because just, that was a surprise as well. Yeah, yeah like a exactly. genuine surprise. Like, even, like no leaks even Jeff's, Even Jeff's introduction to it was, you know, you could tell he was happy. grateful that yeah, it had um, happened. Because he introduced it happening. like, oh, you know, lots of leaks, lots of stuff, but... Eh. Which is, you know, <laughs> you don't want... Maybe Jeff yeah, was like, didn't want well, to risk, we're going to risk it. Not you didn't want to risk another hour of it not being leaked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like maybe he was maybe. like, we just want to get out of the way. Fuck what we're you know screw. But it just it just made the show not as enjoyable because I kept thinking about how great the Xbox segment was whenever anything else was coming up. Yeah, but yeah. as to the speeches thing, I think maybe they do something afterwards, like backstage or you know how at the Oscars. Yeah. Emmys, they have like press boxes and that kind of thing. That might be something. But At I mean, least you can go back and you can hear what they have to say or something. But no, but it's just like it's it's hard not to notice when we are looking at previous years and being like, look at all these awards that were accepted on stage, and now they're just throwaway things. Like this this yeah. this year stood out to me as the year where it really felt heavily I, weighted as more a trailer show than an award show. Definitely. And I feel like it should be at least even. Like in in my perfect world, it would be weighted towards the awards with the trailers as the lower percentage. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to give in and be like, it should feel at least even. This year, it felt heavily weighted as a trailer show and not an award. Even show. some of the awards that seem to be about people, like the Content Creator of the Year Award or the Esports uh, Gamer, no, Esports got one actually, but yeah. It didn't make me feel like those people had all gathered here because this was an important award. Well, it was just, eh, let's just kind of kick it off to the side. It's like that—that that yeah, might be an element of it as well. Like mm. we're going to present the award for best performance. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen isn't here. We're just going to. I don't think it should matter. I don't think it should matter because in the Oscars, Emmys, whatever, think- they wouldn't do that. They'd be like, they're there, they're there, they're not there, they're there. Someone else will accept it. Even if Hideo or Norman Reedus came yep. up and accepted it on his yep. behalf, like completely fine. fine like they that. get the they get to talk a moment. Even if you know, if honestly, would it be that bad if 
you know, Jeff Keighley just said to his, you know, his boy, Hideo Kojima, hey, man, Mad Nicholson's going to get an award. If no. he's not attending, can Integrity. we... Can Integrity. You can't leak no, any secrets like, to Hideo Kojima. No, but, like, you know, how they do it in other award show where they have a video of that person accepting the yeah. award being like, thanks, like, can we... Can we if they're not going to attend, can we get a video just to say thank you or whatever? Sure, that's, you know... Like, we, we might not give it to them. We might, you know, it's just for a maybe, but can we do that? I just, I don't know. Just take some of the humanity out of the video game awards that I think a lot of people have come to grow to love. Yeah. Uh, any other last game awards thoughts, moments, before we close the book on it for another year? Well, it's not, the book's not closed until I play. That's true. So the book will stay open for yeah. a long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to play Overwatch version one. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled on twitch.tv slash explosion network for Kieran's stream of Battleborn and possibly also, tweeted out possibly some other things. He's like, Dylan, Dylan, I'm going to stream Jedi Fallen Order. It never happens. <laughs> never yeah. happened. I passed out. But no, just um, it'll the Battleborn stream will happen before the end of the year. I will I yeah. will say that publicly right now before the end of the year, Battleborn will be There's streamed. The, top, the clock ticking. Clock ticking on that one. There clock, is. Yeah. Your boy I mean, Ringo. What? Yeah. No, uh, just with, follow at Explosion Pod. With reminders. Me. Just tweet don't at him Battleborn me. gifts, please. You s- don't. Don't you dare. <laughs> no. Stop. I will borrow. Just one a day. Uh, I will. Um, Nick, if you want to send me those gifts, please send them to don't at explosionnetwork.com. Um, everybody else uses that email address, so we might as well just. Uh... Oh dear! All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Ex- Explosion Pod, whatever it's called. Uh, okay, catch you can make sure to check out explosionnetwork.com for all our other shows, reviews, articles, news, much more things. Uh, you can review Arcade Couch on Apple Podcasts, of course, or Podchaser. All the places are great. Podchaser, you can view each word, each episode separately. There you go. Uh, you can follow Explosion Network on Twitter at Explosion Pod. You can join our Discord at explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. You can follow me on Twitter at Vivaldil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. You can follow Ash on Twitter at Ashley A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. You can follow Kieran on Twitter at YaBoyRingo. The that's that there's address again and we will see you here same time same couch next week boy <laughs>